player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody and welcome to episode 119 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother's show one. How we doing? I've been Belder. <laughs> <laughs> go back, go back, go back to our Game of the Year podcast for 2017 uh, and see why Zelda was Belder just a little bit than Horizon Zero Dawn. But yes, Zelda was Belder. <clears throat> Inside joke, I'd like to be a part of one someday. Uh, hey, if this is the first time you're seeing us, thank you guys so, or listening to us. Actually, we'll get to that here in a minute. Thank you guys so much for being here. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you... I got to get used to saying it like, yeah, script, go like back. differentiating Old school. it. Uh, make sure you hit the like button on the video. Hit subscribe if you have not already. Make sure you also hit that little bell for the ding so you get notified whenever we... So they hit the builder. <laughs> so you get notified whenever we put up new videos. Um, if you're listening on audio services, we're back. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but make sure you, if for some reason, if you're not already, subscribe to us there rate us five stars uh share it with your friends and family all that other stuff i really gonna have to get used to i gotta go back and listen to old podcasts when we still did audio to remember what i said but anyways you'll get there uh if this is the first time you're hearing us on audio in a while you might not know that we now have a merch store go to teespring.com slash stores slash two-player co-op to check out all the merch you can get we'll actually talk about that in the audio and stuff here in a minute and whatever um we also have a twitch uh, channel twitch.tv slash two player underscore co-op we got a comment on my uh, my awesome PUBG cheese biscuit new comp new subscriber was that follower the, whatever was that the one that I don't know who made the, the video comment. I didn't somebody, see a comment I, don't, I, I gotta go back and look at it but somebody commented on my PUBG highlight was like oh my god please play more PUBG okay Consider I suck it at it but again like before we ever did this when I was thinking about doing YouTube on my own just for fun I was gonna do I, we've talked about this on the podcast but I was gonna do Call of Duty because I'm like duty like poop because I suck so bad that like it would just be D- funny to watch D-O-O-D-Y yeah it's pretty good but I didn't do that so yeah this is a very special episode we'll get to all that here in a minute how you doing it's been a while since we podcasted we see each other a lot but it's been a while since we podcasted I'm good We'll get to Christmas here in a minute, but there's a couple things I want to talk about first. Uh, movie reviews. We're yes. going to try to do more of them next year or now this year as well. And next this year, year and next year. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute, but we both just, yes, there's two movies I want to talk about. I bet you can't guess what they are. I finally saw it. Sean saw it for the second time yesterday. I saw it for the first time. We finally went and saw Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse. I, I cried three times. I'm not going to say when I cried in case you haven't seen it yet. If you have not seen this movie yet, please, God, go go see this yeah. movie. Make sure they make more of these. Like, I think Venom, like, doubled it at the box office. I'm like, Venom was fun. This was great. This, this was yeah. this was a flat-out 10 out of 10 movie. This is one of my favorite comic book slash superhero movies of all time, period. Like, I went into it, like, I, Miles Morales, I love you now. Like, I went into last year. Like, I'm like, I don't get it. Like, Peter Parker's always been my Spider-Man. I get Miles Morales is obviously a huge deal to a, a certain segment of people. Like, obviously, I get that. But, like, I've just never, like, I've, I've never read any comics with him or any movies or anything like that. Then I well, played... What I really like is this whole transition, which I was kind of worried. I don't know how they did it in the comics. It's probably pretty similar. But I was similar. worried that in the comics, it was like, oh, Peter Parker's dead. And Miles Morales is like, I'll do it. Like, I like that they had this internet, that they have however little or however much time together where it's like the passing of the torch kind of thing. And they're in the movie and in the game, like their chemistry is awesome. It's just like, it 
works and i like how they did it. i was kind of worried yeah the way it was done was just like well I, peter parker died and now miles morales just steps in so, so yeah we might get into minor minor spoilers here but yeah. it's been out for a month almost now i i was wondering i actually thought uh, i thought it was just going to be I thought we were going to open this movie and Miles already has powers. That's all I'll say. That's not spoiling anything. I didn't know we were going to go through that whole story arc for those 15 minutes or so that yeah. were just so well done. I, I didn't know we were going to do that. But yeah, what I was saying is between the game and also now I want to go back. Now I do want to download the DLC. I've heard mixed things on it, but now I want to go download the DLC because it's just so much fun. And the the Sony suit is in there. That's not a spoiler. That was that was part of it. It's not. I mean, it's just like a little Easter You see egg. it, yeah. Uh but between the game and this, like I freaking love Miles Morales. He yeah. was completely different in Spider-Man the game, much older than he was in this. He this I think this is more true to the comics and stuff. Um, go to youtube.com slash blur without fear. Uh, Ernie, let me know because again, I, I don't know, but I think this was more true to the comics. Yeah. Um, this movie was beautiful. This movie was unlike anything I've ever seen. This movie was so well acted. I would have never thought, looking at Jake Johnson, he could play Spider-Man. He was he is perfect. freaking yeah. amazing. Nicolas Cage stole the show. Nah, nah. He didn't steal the show, but, but he, he was, was great. Yes. Uh, Haley Steinfeld, I guess, is everywhere now. I don't even know what she looks like or who she is. But I think she she's the girl. I could be, I could she's be in a totally wrong. Out. I know that. I think she's the girl, not that I've seen it, but I think she's the girl in Bumblebee. That is correct. I think. I think she's a singer. She's like a singer who's now trying to get into acting. Or like maybe Tori she's Kelly like a, was. she may have been like a Disney, maybe she's like a Disney, I have no idea. Like a fourth generation no idea. Disney kid or something. Yeah. But, yeah, but. I don't know. I mean, we, we're not, we're not doing our full movie review here, so we're not going to go no. into full spoilers and everything, but God, it is, it is a flat out 10 out of 10. It is. I after having a day to stew on it, I think I like it better than Homecoming. Like I didn't think anything was going to stop Spider top Spider Man two, Homecoming easily topped it. I didn't think anything could top Homecoming. I think this did. Like I mean, when I saw this the first time, I was like, this is probably top five comic book movies of all it's time. Easy top five for me. It might even be top three behind Dark and now Knight and maybe Logan. That's that's my thoughts exactly. But I'm almost to the point where. Oh God! Like, I almost don't even consider those two comic book movies. They obviously yeah. are, but I don't. I feel like they've almost surpassed that, and they're just its own. That's thing. why when I was walking out of the theater with y'all, and that's why I was like, Dad was like confused what I was saying, but I was like, that's why. That's what I was trying to get across. Like, the the Nolan the Nolan trilogy. You can't even really call it. I mean, you can obviously because it's Batman, but it's not like. It's nothing like Avengers. It's nothing like Aquaman. We'll get to that here in a minute. It's nothing like this. And Logan isn't really either. They're just great movies. Yeah. When you're going for like a comic book movie, I don't know how it gets any better than this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's easily, it's easily top five and I don't know how I could ever rank them, but if it's behind anything, maybe Dark Knight and Logan and that's be a, it. It's, it's I don't better know. Better than Wonder Woman. It's better than Batman versus Superman. Yeah. I mean, it's better a than little, a little better than. But it also, man, I love Winter Soldier. But Winter Soldier is not on the level of Dark Knight and Logan. It's not as much as no, I love that movie. It's not in the, in Avengers uh, and or not Endgame. Infinity War is not either. It's completely different. But yeah, 
10 out of 10. Would you agree? Oh, 100%. Just, yeah. God, that's amazing. Uh, we also saw Aquaman. We saw it right when it came out. We have not podcasted since before Christmas. Um, now saying Aquaman, I'm like, oh yeah, it's been a while since we podcasted yeah. when we did the looking ahead of 2019. Um, now that I've had a few weeks to stew on it, by the way, Aquaman, as we're recording this Sunday night, $941 million. It's easily going to get to a billion this week. Thank you. Thank you, James Wan, for saving the DCEU, if it even exists anymore. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I still... I really like this movie. I think, though, I do think it is number three, which is crazy because it's blown by everything when it comes to money. I think for me, it still goes Wonder Woman, 9.2. Man of Steel, 8.8. .8. This is a solid 8.5. Yeah. I do like Man of Steel better than this. Man of Steel is like two and a half hours, it doesn't feel like it's two and a half hours. This is two hours and I think 19 minutes and it's about 20 minutes too long. That's the only thing I think I that's my biggest complaint is it, it just seemed too long. I liked it, but I don't think I liked it as much as many people. It was a good movie, but it felt, it felt very long. It just felt like a weird, it just had a weird flow to it. It was me. like an know. Uncharted. Like we said in the time, it was like, it was almost like it turned into an Uncharted game where yeah. you go from place to place, like maybe take out, one of those places. Right. Like in like Last Jedi, just take out the whole casino planet and you would have had a much better movie. Yeah. But yeah, there's they, nothing there's nothing that sticks out about it that it, that's like I and I almost I think they have the second best villain. I think Zod is still the best villain in the DCEU. I think uh Patrick, what's his name? Wilson. Wilson was phenomenal. Phenomenal. I thought he was so good. I thought the action it was Shout out, James Wan, you should be pissed. The, the fact that this isn't getting nominated for visual effects blows that, my mind. That's unbelievable. I've never if there's seen, anything that's yeah perfect about this movie, it's that. It's like the best looking CGI world since Avatar. And I don't think anything even comes close. It's yeah. beautiful. Now I know why they took four. They did like, I want to say like over a year of post-production on this. Maybe like a year and a half trying to get it right. It was worth it. You guys did a fantastic job. Yeah. Uh, I think I do still like Man of Steel better. Um, it's interesting. Like, I just do, I wonder where we're going though. Like, so we got Shazam in a few months. Um, Wonder Woman, I forgot that got bumped to 2020. I hate that. They've already wrapped mm -hmm. filming. So that's crazy to me that it's going to be a year and a half of post-production before it comes out. Yeah. The Batman, supposedly they're saying it's going into production late 2019. The script is done. They're going to make tweaks to it before then. But I'll, when they actually say exactly when yeah. when Matt Reeves shows like the kachunk and it says the Batman, I'll believe it that it's happening. When we actually find out who Batman is, I mean he's Bruce Wayne, but who Batman Bruce Wayne is, I'll believe it. Um, I just I don't know. So Birds of Pre by the way, the the actual title of Birds of Prey is Birds of Prey colon the Emancipation of Harley Quinn. Why? Really? That's, yes. I thought it was just Har I thought, Harley. Margo messing around on Twitter, putting that in there. No, that's actually the name of the movie. I don't know if I like that, Raymond. I don't like that, Raymond. Um, the movie, I I think the movie will be good, though. Um, Suicide Squad 2 supposedly is happening. I don't. I was talking to Rasan today. I was like, did they ever confirm James Gunn? He doesn't think so. But then we've also got like the first official standalone movie from DC since they started the DCEU. We've got Joker coming out in October of this year. So I just I don't know. Are you you're talking Joaquin? That's a, that's that is part of the DCEU. It's not. That's oh, what I'm saying. Okay. It's the first Okay, I was going to say. I thought you said it was. was it's like, the wait, first what? of Oh, what what were they calling it? Not Legacy. 
they were calling them something like that though. It was some kind of title that they're not in the DCEU. They're just going to be these one-off DC movies. Okay. Um, I still, I'm so interested to see the first trailer for that. Cause I don't even know that he's really the Joker. Like it just I, looks like he will kill it. Joaquin Phoenix is freaking awesome. I he think, was rumored for a Batman versus Superman villain when they first started filming it. I saw that in my time hop like a month ago or something. Really? I was like, wow, now we got him as Joker. That's crazy. I don't know. I'm I'm very intrigued by the movie, and I think it'll be good. I just don't know if it'll feel like... I don't know that we need it. I don't know that we need a Joker origin movie. Like, it seems like he's a clown. He's like he's a, a clown. It's like a horror movie. He looks like a scary clown as opposed to just a guy who paints his face. Like, I don't think of Joker as a clown. Right. Joaquin Phoenix is a clown. I don't know. Something just seems off to me, but yeah, it, it clearly seems like they're not going the red hood approach where he was, you know, he was taken advantage of and then he fell in the vat and blah, blah, blah. Now I do wonder if they're just going to go full fan service at the end of this and we're going to get a 30 second click clip of somebody clearly not Ben Affleck in a warehouse knocking him into the vat and that's how it ends or something. I just, wonder. I doubt it. I mean, I, nice, I wouldn't think but... so because they're obviously, I don't think they're going to do any more of these. If it is a standalone movie, it's just Joker. I don't know. I just... I'm curious to see where... I don't know that the DCEU really has a plan. I mean, they have a plan, obviously. They know supposedly what's coming. But I don't know... Marvel from the very beginning, it's like here's these guys, you had and Kevin then they Feige. converge, yeah. and then they break up, and they have their own solo movies, and here comes some other people, and then they converge in Avengers, and then they go their own separate ways, and here's some new people, and then event like it all kind of like makes sense. This it just seems like they're wee wee wee, like they're all over the place, and I don't know. Well, the reason are, for that is there going to be like a Justice League two. No, there was going to be like, is there going to be nothing but standalone, maybe cameos from like, I think right now what they're doing and they've, there's been some interviews that alluded to this, that they're like, we just want to focus on making good movies. Thank you. And not trying to interconnect everything. So like what you were talking about, there was a vision. That's Marvel. No, 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 no. But there was a vision <laughs> no, that just okay. was a vision that all of a sudden WB, for, it, the vision was Zack Snyder's. And they said, ooh, people don't like, <laughs> I'm sad, but man, I'm sad, <laughs> Superman, and Martha's my mom, and she's my mom, and we're going to fight. Like, he had a vision for what he was trying to do around the whole, it was going to go Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Justice League, Justice League 2, and then another Superman movie, I think is what they were going to do. Or maybe it was going to, sorry, maybe it was a, Superman and then Justice League 2. But he had a plan for five movies. He had it all laid out. And then even though Batman vs. Superman made $876 million, don't quote me on that, something like that. Uh, how do you ever, I still, how do you have Batman fight Superman and not make a billion dollars? They should have, that, that should have been a blank check. But Man. whatever. So they had a vision and now they're kind of trying to like course correct. And that's why Wonder Woman is going to be back in 1984 and Aquaman. All he said was, She's like, I know you fought Steppenwolf. I know you fought Steppenwolf. Yeah, no kidding. You were there. You fought him too. How does he not know who Amber Heard? That was one of the other, other than the length of the movie was like, and and Ernie was talking about this. I mean, I don't remember, I don't remember if it was Twitter or Facebook, but like, how are you? Why are you doing that with your fingers? What uh, that just looked like you just <laughs> had like a Boy Scout knot with your fingers. Um, it's like they're clearly just saying like, yeah, Justice League happened. Okay, you fought Steppenwolf. Whatever. Right. But like, you were there. You fought him too. Like, you got your butt kicked, Mara. And you talked to him like, why are you doing this? 
Like, so why are you now telling him it's his time to come king? When you told him it's his, he's supposed to be the king back in just, I don't know, whatever. It doesn't matter. The freaking, <laughs> I will say the one thing gives me hope. Did you see Cavill's Instagram? No. Cavill took a picture on Instagram with a fork with his face like halfway down in the water like this. And he said, congrats to Jason. You're my brother, blah, blah, blah. And because he's like, I'm just now getting to see it. He's been over doing, I don't know what he's doing. Probably training to be Geralt of Rivia. Uh, and then Momoa commented like, thanks, brother. So glad you got cast as Superman. Otherwise, I would have been in trouble for Aquaman or something like that. So I'm like, I just, Ben's gone. I've made peace with it. It's fine. I got one decent movie with him as Batman and one weird movie with him as Batman. Um, but I don't want them to lose Cavill. I think they'd be No, crazy. he's perfect. Yeah. He is. That dude was born to be Superman. Yeah. Period. I think my biggest takeaway from Aquaman, along with probably millions of people, and I think it's mainly because of that. Uh, they like, made the suit work. They made it not look super corny. Yeah. It was freaking awesome. The, uh, no spoilers. Like the, the bar scene <clears throat> relatively early on. I just want to go get a beer with Jason Momoa. Well, yeah. Like he just seems like such a... And he's clearly doing fine for himself. But the other thing I was thinking, how did this dude with his looks and his physique and his, uh, not heritage, whatever you want to call it, that dude could have been a professional wrestler. And he could have been like, yeah, he could have been Roman Reigns with a personality. Yes, exactly. Like that dude was made for WWE, but clearly he's doing fine for himself. But that dude's awesome. He is awesome. Um, so yeah, Aquaman. Actually, by the time you're watching this, Aquaman's probably at a billion dollars. So, congratulations, DCEU. You finally got a hit. The, the fact that Wonder Woman only made like seven seventy is a travesty. By the way, I'm shocked. That's I why know. I don't think Captain Marvel isn't going to do. It's not going to do gangbusters. It's going to do. It'll do about that. That's what I think. But I'm shocked that Spider Man didn't Aquaman, even do a billion. Like Black Panther, great movie. I was watching a little bit of the Golden Globes before he came over. They mentioned it is Golden Girls. They mentioned it was the, I've already forgotten what they said. I think they said, no, but the third highest domestic, maybe it's in Avatar or whatever, you know, uh, adjusted for inflation, whatever. But it was like the third highest grossing movie of all time. I think domestic. Okay. And I mean, it's clearly a great movie, but they clearly brought in a new audience for it. Yeah. And you would think Wonder Woman would have and probably had done the same, maybe to a lesser extent. What's Aquaman doing? It like did great. what? How did it? It did just, great in China, but China is always the key to the box office. Like I yeah. don't, I don't know. I but I don't know why it's not like Transformers where it's just big explosions. I mean, is it like is it James Wan? Is he like a god over there? Do they like that's that's why is that part of it or something? Rasan like, keeps telling me what they need to do is cast. He calls him Bruce Lin instead of Bruce Wayne to be Batman. They need Asian Batman. I'm like, but it's not just like. I mean, I, I, whatever. Like. You shouldn't make a Batman movie just, just to make money. That's yeah. stupid. I don't like that. I'm not saying Bruce Wayne Batman has to be white. That's not what I'm saying. You should not make it just to go at China and try to get like a billion dollars just in right. China or something like that. Yeah. Whatever. Aquaman's pretty good. I like. Oh, so what, what would you say your DC ranking is? I mean, Wonder Woman's at the top. <clears throat> After that. Would say probably Man of Steel. Uh, to me, uh, God, I don't know. 
Justice League and Batman vs Superman are kind of. I don't know. You who, think they're better than Aquaman? No, I'm not saying that. I'm oh, just saying I don't okay. know. Between the two of them, I don't know where they. I guess I would say Wonder Woman, Man of Steel, Aquaman, Justice League, BVS. See, I say BVS over Justice League, the Ultimate Edition, just because it was not. I think Justice League. If we would have just got whether it would have been dark and gloomy and whatever. If we would have got the Snyder cut, quote unquote, which who knows if it actually exists or doesn't, I think if we would have got that, that for sure to me would have been better than Batman versus Superman. Yeah. But I think Justice League was just so muddled and so CGI'd. Like it's almost it's almost every scene that he's in that it's just why? Why? Yeah. Oh. And what's so frustrating to me is when they didn't let him shave his mustache. It was around the same. It was at the same time when he did the reshoots that Tom Cruise broke an ankle or something, so he couldn't film for like six weeks. You're telling me Henry Cavill can't grow that same mustache in six weeks? I don't believe that. All he's got to do is like cock his arms. He just goes in anyway, right? (laughs) (laughs) I wish that was all I had to do to get a mustache and beard. Anyways, that's enough movie talk. Uh, Sean, it is 2019. Yes, it is. I am very excited for 2019. 2018 uh, was fun. At least for us here, socially, politically, whatever. Not talking about any of that. Nope. But 2018 was good. We did a lot of fun stuff on the channel. Um, 2019 is going to be awesome for you personally here in about a month. Um, can mm, from today. From today, today. I don't know when is this it the is six going. Is it due date? Yeah. Okay. Um, God, that's crazy. Um, so it's going to be very fun for you. Uh, around this time last year, we announced phase two of two-player co-op. Uh, I guess we're kind of announcing phase three now, I guess, just because we're not trying to copy kind of funny, but it's just like, this is, it's a new year. You make resolutions. Hashtag hashtag new changes. Year, new me. Yeah. Ha- did you see my, you, you did. You like, that was the best. <laughs> uh, I went to Taco Bell. <laughs> I checked in and just said, hashtag new year, new me. And I got a lot of likes. Um, but so around this time last year, we announced that we were getting rid of audio only podcasts and we were going to focus solely on YouTube. We were going to podcast when we wanted to. And we we're going to focus on, we want to do our Versus series. We ended up doing two of them. Uh, we did Mario Mondays across three games, three games I think. A uh, bunch of other Let's Plays. Wolverblade, I think it just hit 1,000 views, which is crazy to me. I didn't know that game was that big, but yeah. that's awesome. Um, but we wanted to focus on YouTube. <clears throat> uh, we, we still did podcasts when we wanted to. We did the wrestling stuff. We did the video game stuff. We didn't do a single movie review, which I kind of regret, but it was just like... We didn't do anything. Cause I we mean, didn't. Infinity War was the big one, but I was gone. You were out of town. So, yeah, I yeah. guess. Wait, was Wonder Woman not last year? That was 2017. Wonder Woman, Justice League, Last Jedi, Logan. 2017 was awesome for comic book movies. I guess so. Last Jedi is not a comic book movie. Well, you yeah. know what I mean. Nerdy movies. Not, well, I'm not, I, I went back a few weeks ago on the anniversary of it coming out. Listen to our review of Last Jedi. I was like, my opinion has changed. I've done a complete one eighty. I love. I was like, it's eight point five or nine. I've completely done a one eighty. Like the lo- the more I think about that movie, the more just I just don't like me. it. Yeah. 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 So we both have completely changed our opinions <laughs> on it. Um, but anyway, so first announcement for two thousand nineteen. If you couldn't tell, if you're listening to us on audio services around the world, we are officially back on SoundCloud. Let me check my notes. SoundCloud, iTunes, Google, Stitcher, and audio services around the world. I find I Googled us today. We're on random things I've never heard of, like FM player and a couple other things that I don't know how they find us, but whatever. Um, One thing I do want to look into is getting us on Spotify. Uh, That's a big deal for people with podcasts, I guess. 
Um, and I think it's a good way for us to maybe reach some more people. So I'm going to look into figuring out how to do that. I think it's the same thing. You just submit it and they approve it and whatever. Um, but we'll be on there. But um, hopefully you guys saw the quick little like three minute audio clip that I put up on our feed to warn you what was going to happen as we're recording this this morning. We put up all, we did a whole 15 podcasts this last year and we put them up on uh, on the feed. So like I woke up this morning, it's like, oh, we got 15 new podcasts. So the, it worked. Uh, don't feel like you have to listen to them or click them or whatever. They're there if you want to listen to them. Um, if you don't, that's fine as well. But I, I wanted to make sure that we had the, the continuity that we went from. We didn't just go from 103 to 119. So we've got the 15 that we did from this year up there as well. And, yeah, we're back on audio. Um, if there's any issues, like if you get hit with like 119 podcasts or something, I don't think that's going to happen because I would think whatever iTunes represents everything, it would represent it should everything. should be the same, yeah. Yeah. So I don't think that will happen, but we are officially back. If you like to listen to our podcast and stuff and you don't want to have to have YouTube open and you don't want to pay for YouTube Red, Red or something like that to where you have to have it open the whole time, I completely understand. But we are officially back on audio services. Uh, we are not abandoning YouTube, though. So we're going to go back to the way we were in 2017, where we do both. Uh, podcasts will be up on YouTube. They'll be up on uh, audio services around the globe as well. We will have stuff that's obviously only on YouTube, like our Smash Let's Play we put up the other day. Uh, go check that out if you haven't seen it already at youtube.com slash uplayercoop. We'll have other stuff there that, that might be exclusive to it and whatever, but we're not going to, we're not doing any Patreon. We're not locking anything behind a paywall um, at, at this time. So, so that's that. Uh, we are officially back on audio services. That is announcement number one for 2019. And that is correct. That is correct. All right, next announcement. I'm very excited about this. We were going to do it early, earlier than we were planning on, but Sean's got a lot going on, and he needs to focus on that and not on the cape and cowl. Um, so kind of funny, did their rebrand, their 4.0 thing earlier, um, just earlier three days ago, I guess, earlier this year, I can say that. Yeah. It's three days ago, and they announced they are doing Fast and Furious in review, and I was scared to death. I, kept, I was texting Sean like every couple days like, I, I, I should, I'm so scared. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. We are going to do, starting in March, Batman in review. I don't know if that's going to be the final name. It's probably just because it's, it, that, that's a final name. We're doing Batman in review starting in March. We're going to start, we're going to do all nine modern uh, live action Batman movies, starting with Batman 89. We thought about going back to 66. This, no. There's no point. There's really, and there's no point going back to 45 or whatever that really weird one is with when Batman's ears are like, mm. <laughs> have you ever seen this? And he's no. just like super fat. It's horrible. I'm gonna look it up. Look up first Bat. It's like 45 or 48 or something like that. Uh, so that means we're going to go through Batman 89, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, whew, which is, I, I'm excited to revisit that. And Batman and Robin, I'm not excited to revisit that. Batman Begins, The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight Rises, Batman versus Superman, and Justice League. So all nine live act. We're not doing Suicide Squad because that was just a cameo, and I'm I'm probably never going to watch that movie again. Uh, so I think what the plan will be starting in March, we're going to alternate weeks. Uh, we'll do a week where we do Batman in review, and then we'll do the video game podcast, Batman in review, video game, and we'll, we'll do that until we get through all nine movies. We might. It just depends on how the schedules work. Again, remember, this is not our full-time job. 
But it's something I've wanted to do, to do for a while. I was worried that Kind of Funny was going to do either Batman in review or the DCEU in review. Before they canceled their in review series last year, uh, they said in one of the videos that the next thing they were doing was DCEU in review. And then they came back and said, look, you know, you guys have said you don't want it. We're kind of burned out by watching all these movies. We're going to put it on hiatus. That's why we wanted to step in. Yep, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) You could not pay me to watch. That is not that hashtag not my Batman. No. What year was it? 45? Was I right? 43. Even worse. My gosh. But then there's also in, if I got to go back, 49, I think. Was there two? There was Batman and Robin in 49. It was probably better than Batman and Robin in 97. Probably. I don't know if it's even the same Batman. Oh, 15 chapters. Maybe it was like a miniseries or something. I don't know. Yeah. Either way, we're not doing those. So Batman in review is coming in March. I am... I am so excited to do this. I mean, when it, other than video games, obviously Batman is my thing. Um, but it's going to be interesting to go from Tim Burton to Joel Schumacher to Christopher Nolan to Zack Snyder. That is going to be very interesting. I think that's everybody, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 going to be fun. Um, so we hope you'll tune in for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. I, and I like that we're pushing back till March because if you ever saw the, the trailer that I did for Versus Season 2, I like to get... Hype stuff. I got to figure out what I can do with iMovie. Uh, I want to do a fun little intro video for that. Oh, I need to reach out to you, Bernardo. See if you can give me a cool little Batman remix. Uh, so I'll, I'll reach out to you about that. As far as other stuff goes, uh, Mario Mondays are going to be coming back. Hopefully next Monday as you're reading this, watching this, listening to this. Um, it comes out Friday the 11th. I'm going out of town that weekend, coming back Sunday. Are we still... Are we still doing another Mario thing? I think we're going to table that for now. Okay. Um, we wanted... You don't have to do that. <laughs> we were going to do Mario 1. But I forgot that Mario 1 had a hard mode or a second quest. Uh, and it's just scheduling purposes. We didn't get to record it. But that'll it'll be an interstitial at some point. We'll do Mario 1 hard mode, second quest. That'll be whatever. like a one episode thing. Yeah. And we still need to go back. I think we should do at least one episode of Mario 2. And maybe do some of the other. I'm never going back to Lost Level, so don't even ask. I'm not playing that game again. There's no there is no way. Unless you pledge like $1,000 on a Patreon that we don't have. Um, so Mario Monies will come back with Super Mario U Deluxe when it comes out. Again, I'm going out of town next this coming weekend. Maybe Sunday night we can record the podcast in one episode is what I was thinking. Then we can get it up for Mario Mondays. Then we can roll from there. But we'll just... Don't hold us to it. We'll see uh, if that works out or not. Uh, we're going to still do Let's Plays, obviously, uh, like we just did the Smash Let's Play, and it was so much fun. Lots of fun. Uh, I may We may have to do more of those just because it, and explore some of the other modes and stuff, but um, I've, never had so, I'll, I've never had so much fun at a game that I don't feel like I'm very good at, as I have with Smash. Are you happy, Internet? Are you happy? That's interesting. Do you have one? Well, I mean, it's just, I like how you put that because it's like the only game that I could die many, many times in and just not Unlike Celeste. Now, well, yeah, but that was frustrating for its own reasons. Um, That being said, if I played Smash online... Oh God, I would hate. And that. I was just going one on one with people that are way better than me. I probably would get upset. But yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, win or lose. 
Uh, so Let's Plays will continue. We'll do stuff. What I, I really I want to do, Blazing Chrome. I'll probably buy that even if they, they never responded to my code request, shockingly. Uh, I want to do Streets of Rage 4 whenever that comes out. That is made for us. We have to do. We have to yes. beat that game on here, period. Um, and there'll be other games that come and go, and we'll probably want to go revisit old stuff. You know, I was thinking the other day, we never finished our NES Classic. They were doing really well back in the day, too. Now they won't because it's been out for two years, but we never went through all the games. We got through about... T- probably 50 60 percent of them and then we stopped because life got in the way or something i don't know yeah i'm trying oh because mega man didn't do well that was the last one we did and we were just kind of like yeah let's let's just stop for yeah uh but let's place we'll continue we will continue with wwe prediction shows if you like wrestling stuff uh we'll do all four major shows depending on how the pay-per-views look it might be fun to do one i don't know that we're going to commit to doing all 12 pay-per-views this year and we're not going to do crown jewel or freaking super showdown down under whatever the hell it's called um we're not going to do that stuff, but prediction shows will continue. So for sure, you're going to get Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam. We should, and Money in the Bank is way more important than Survivor Series. So you'll probably get five, five times from us this year, if not more. Yeah, that sounds about right. We're going to try to get back to movie reviews. It all depends on schedule. Um, so the next big one is Captain Marvel, right? Yeah. It's the mm. first week of and March. Then, uh, and then Shazam. Shazam, okay. I have got to do a review for Shazam. For Shazam. For Shazam. <laughs> for Shazam. Uh, so it goes Captain Marvel, Shazam, Avengers. Dear God. Now, the only things I might be going back out of town, out of town, out of the country for another I, team meeting around I that time. too. Really? So, again, this is not our main job. If Life it was, gets in the way. We, you'd have stuff every day and we would do the, I don't want to say, I don't want to give my ideas away for you know, people to steal. Uh, I wasn't hitting at anything. I was just adjusting my shirt. I'm not going to do a Molly's <laughs> show. Um, but movie reviews, I want to get back to doing them. They were a lot of fun. We did them in the past. And there are some other ideas that we've kicked around all of last year that we never really started. I'd like to do a couple more top 10 episodes. It's just that is a lot of work. Yeah. The one episode we did for the NES videos, it's it did really well. It's like over 1,000 now, I think. Uh, but that takes a lot of work to get all those clips together and to, to script it out and to record the audio and to do the number 10 videos and all that other stuff. It just, it's a lot of work for 10 minutes. Yeah. It is, it, I put more work into that than I did any versus episode or anything like that. There are a lot of work. Uh, we found, I found randomly in our Google Drive the other day that we had a top 10 list that we made and completely <laughs> forgot about. Um, I had even, I was like, I was looking at it like, what is this? And I finally realized exactly what it was. It was the nineties for that. Company. Yeah. 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 Um, so we like to do some of those, but that's, that's, that's mostly it. Now we're not going to be here every single week. Like I said, Sean's getting ready to have a baby or Brittany's getting ready to have the baby. But Sean's getting ready to to have his new life. A baby. He's getting ready to have a baby in his arms, and that takes precedent over everything. Um, I will try to not miss a week. We'll see. Uh, Nick, Adam, Ernie, I'm looking at y'all. Um, I almost, and I want to have them on, but part of me almost wants to try to do the whole solo podcast thing just to see what happens and how long I can go. Like, I've got an idea for it, how long I can go. It couldn't hurt. God. Um, and I've got an idea for the back of the box as well. Um, I'm not going to do it live, <laughs> but like I've got it. I've just, I, I've got it all in my head. I might do one solo episode and maybe try to get Nick or Adam on for one and Ernie on for one or however long Sean's out. It's perfectly fine. So, um, could you, uh, do we think we've got the, uh, like Google hangout kind of thing down? Like yes. could we have, 
good buddy Logan maybe. We could have Logan just on. Call we, in or something. I forgot on, on it popped up in my time hop. We were supposed to do a video with Alex to talk about Zelda like two years ago and he was down for it and we never did it. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Um but yeah. Uh the only problem is there's no internet in the pool house recording. Oh, studios. that's yeah, that's a problem. And it's tough with my life with four kids and a wife and a dog and well that's it now. Um I can't rec- we have to record out here. That's that's the only difficult thing there, but we'll we'll see. We'll figure it out. Sean, are you excited for twenty nineteen? Mm. I'm very excited. <laughs> Other than the awesome thing, are you excited for the channel? Do you like what what do you think? Like and that was the other thing. Like I like I said in my little update video, like I've seen the comments on YouTube. I've seen people DMing me on Twitter and tweeting at me on Twitter, be like, hey, do you have audio? Didn't you guys used to be on audio? You haven't uploaded in 33 months. We had It, it hadn't been 33 months. It's just the way that Podbean or whatever did that. I don't know what it was, but um, we've heard you. We know you like, and even Nick told me like, man, I love listening to you guys. I just wish you were on audio. It's just easier when I'm driving around all day. I get that. Again, you can't have, and if you have YouTube open, you're burning through your data. Yeah. I get it. Uh, if you're not on Wi-Fi or anything. Um, so I'm happy we're going back to it. Um, we, that, and honestly, that was the reason, one of the reasons we wanted to do the t-shirt thing is we wanted to try to get a little bit of money from that, which we did get a little bit, not enough to cover the cost of SoundCloud. Um, but we were hoping to sell t-shirts to help finance SoundCloud because SoundCloud is 150 bucks a year. That doesn't sound like a lot, but when you make zero dollars doing this, um, yeah. now if we can get to a thousand subs this year, we've got that 75 bucks sitting in there from YouTube. Now our WWE 2K17 video has been racking up views with no, with no freaking ads on it because of stupid YouTube. Oh, so frustrating. Ernie, just send a brother like 225 subs, please. Yeah. Um, are you excited for what 2019 holds though? I am. I think it'll be fun. Uh, getting kind of back to, back to the roots as it were. Uh, quest love. The roots are awesome. Uh, quest love. Well, yeah, but I mean the roots themselves, they're awesome. What are there any, what's another root? I don't know their names. <laughs> I just know their music is freaking awesome. Yes. Uh, no, it should be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. Um, like I said, we'll have a little, or like he said, we'll have a little, a little gap. Well, we shouldn't really have a gap in, because you'll you'll. I think you'll I'll hold be able it to fill in the gaps. Yeah, but we should do all right. But yeah, we're gonna try to hit every week this year um, with some kind of content. Yeah, with some. We may pre-record like that one time we did when you were gonna be out of town and I was going when you got married and I was going to the beach. We did the all games edition with Jason. That was fun. We can pre-record yeah, yeah. stuff that's just evergreen and easy to just be like, what's the best game from every PlayStation console? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I, need, I write that down. Write that down. <laughs> Please write that down. Um. All right, so that's it for 2019. 2018 is almost in the past, but I want to talk it about real quick. It is already in the past. Well, I mean, but <laughs> not when we're talking about it. The one thing I want to talk about, too, is I want to do a quick little Christmas recap of our and talk about this also leads into what we've been playing. Um, Christmas is awesome. <laughs> Christmas was awesome. Um, I'm going to talk through my stuff because yours, yours is awesome, so I want to wait for that. But a uh, little recap of Kevin's Nerdy Christmas because I am a giant child. I got... Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Hold that thought. Majora's Mask 3D for the 3DS. I don't know when. I don't know when I'm going to get to it. But I'm glad it's. I finally have it. I'm going to, like if I maybe that's what I do if I do have to go overseas again. I just take that and that's that's what I play. Yeah. I feel like I have to play with a guide, but whatever. Yep. No. Uh, or, mm, 
Is it beatable without a guide? I beat it without a guide. Well, yeah, that's without the there was no internet then. <laughs> In 2000, there was no internet. Um, I would try it. Try it without a okay. guide. The hardest thing I've found, I don't know if you agree with me, but anytime I've played like a Final Fantasy game, which is usually the culprit, where I try to play it without a guide, as soon as I need a guide, it, you it's never hard it to put yeah. said guide yeah. down. So try to do it without a guide. Embrace getting lost because you yeah. will get lost. And if you need to use a guide, try to put it down after. Now, I forget. Do you have it on 3DS or have you only played on N64? I've only played the original. So I wonder if it's like or Ocarina that I'm sure I have an extra item slot, like the iron boot. Like it, it, it must be a little bit easier to play as far as inventory management, but I don't know how that. I don't remember in. anything. The worst part that's the equivalent of the Water iron tool. boots yeah, in Ocarina. The worst part about Majora they did not fix. Okay. Is it the mask? Because I watched, stuff? I watched like a video. The masks aren't that bad. Okay. I watched a video on YouTube maybe a month or so ago while work was very slow around Christmas. And I was just on a YouTube binge. Yeah. Um, there's a song you can play that like creates a statue of you basically that you can use to like, hold down a switch while you go and push the switch kind of thing and you can do that for regular link Deku link Zora link and big rock guy those Goron link Goron and there's a part near the end of the game where you're like climbing up this thing where you need to like play the song so you can put your thing here and then put on a different mask, go and stand on this one, play the song so you can put a statue there, go stand on this one, switch your mask, play that song so you can... And it's just kind of... It's like one part of the whole game and it's near the end so you don't need to worry about it for a while. That's the closest equivalent to the Iron Boots Water Temple thing. Okay. And they didn't fix it. Okay. But it's... It's on your way to a level, I think probably to the last level. So it's not even the length of the water temple, but it is annoying. Yeah. <clears throat> but you, you got a ways before you have to worry about that. Okay. Well, I'm excited to finally get into them. I also got four of the boss fight books. If you're not familiar with boss fight books, look them up. They're these paperback books about video games and the development of those games. And of, there, there's a book dedicated to each game. I got four of them. I got Super Mario 2, Super Mario 3, Shovel Knight, and Metal Gear Solid. I'm very excited to check those out. I also got, in terms of books, I got Playing with Superpower, Nintendo Super NES Classics, which is so cool. I've only gone through the the opening where they talk about the Super NES and the development and stuff, and I've gone through Zelda, and I've gone through Mario World, and I might have gone through one other. Or no, I got up to Mario Kart, and I haven't read that yet. Um, I also got Street Fighter 2, the animated movie. I'm very freaking excited about oh, that. I forgot about On that. Blu-ray, I'm sure it's the unedited version, so I probably won't be able to watch it with my kids because Vegas... Does like, it have <sighs> both? No, it's just the unedited, it is? Okay. so I can't... Yeah. I, like, I'm pretty sure... I don't know if Chun-Li... In that or not, I just don't remember. I feel like she might be, but I know Ve- it's. Oh, the movie is so good. I also got the second best uh, adaptation of Thundercats ever, the series from 2010, which I got. I watched all of it with Noah. 
I don't know if my DVR broke or something, but I never saw the final two episodes. It was only two seasons, but yeah. I never saw the final two episodes, and I was so mad. I never went back and rented it or anything, but now I've got it. I'm going to go back and watch it from scratch at some point. I cannot wait. Uh, I also got The Art of Metal Gear Solid 1 through 4. Four. <laughs> Uh, King Boo, I know you're mad at me. Uh, I can't. It's it's awesome. It's one of those things that I pre-ordered at first, but it was eighty bucks, and I was like, I don't really need to spend eighty dollars on this. Yeah. And it's dropped. It's like normally like forty bucks now, which is completely worth it. But I, I got that too. Um, but the one thing that I want to talk about there is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, this is the first Assassin's Creed game I've ever played. Um, I will say up front, I did buy the $10 boost to get double XP for everything. So remember, we talked about this a while ago when it came out, but it was like, there's an in-game, you can spend 10 bucks and get your XP to double for the whole game. Oh, wow. And I'm like, it is a straight up, this is an RPG. It's an action RPG. It's very grindy and everything. I was like, nope, I'm going to buy it. I don't care. I'm going to do it. Uh... I'm like level six or I think I'm level seven or something. I've only played about three and a half or four hours, but we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about it now. We'll talk about it a little bit later. <laughs> um, but we'll, uh, I we'll do talk about that get, now. No, I'm not saying it's as good as this game, mm-hmm. but I get a lot of horizon zero dawn vibes from this game. Is it open world? Yes. Okay. You are in ancient Greece, which again, like I love the God of War went to Norse mythology and everything, but I just love ancient Greece is awesome to me. Um, I think there's monsters and stuff in this. I haven't gotten to that point yet. It's all just people. Um, but it opens up. Are you ever going to play this game? Maybe. Okay. I won't, the opening is for, it's like the first five. It's like the prologue where you're like level 50 or whatever. And you just, you start in yeah. the coolest thing and it's awesome. Um, I get vibes of horizon because of I think it's mostly the stealth sections like it's like Verizon <laughs> Verizon it's like Horizon where if you go into weeds you are invisible okay but in this like I don't remember I don't think it did this in Horizon you didn't get like a silhouette or something that let you know I think maybe you had like an eye pop up on your HUD or something but here you get like you go in the weeds and it goes and like you're kind of silhouetted and you almost look like you're not really there because you're hiding um, but you can like you can whistle at people like in Horizon to come over there and you freaking stab them in the throat and whatever and you kill them and you just murder them. Um, and bow and arrow is a big thing in this too. Uh, it's cool when you when you line up your shot. The longer you hold, like you hold L two to aim and R two. The longer you hold R two, you can see like if you're aiming at them. If you're aiming at the chest, you see it'll take up like seventy five percent damage. And then if you aim at the head, it's like ninety five. And if you keep holding it, it like slowly, slowly, slowly creeps up. And then bam! You, if you headshot them, depending on the level of the enemy and everything, you can kill them in one shot. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, you ride a horse in this. I will say the horse controls are the best in any video game I've ever played. Wow. It's like driving a car. You just push. It goes where you want it to go. However, this horse has easy mode. You get on your horse. When you get on a path, it says hold X to follow the path. And it's almost like. Now, what other game could you do that in? Could you do that in? Oh, nothing that I played. I don't think. I think it's the Witcher. Oh, there was some game I played where, yeah, you maybe hold the X or something just to keep it moving. But when you're on a path, it'll just follow it. It may have been the Witcher. So Witcher yeah. three, <clears throat> you can make it go just by pushing forward. You don't have to like, you don't have yeah. like your carrots, like an ocarina or anything like that. 
Not only that, it'll follow the road. If you have a quest marked that like you've got your marker set for it, it's like press triangle to go right to the thing. I'm like, bink, okay, cool. Uh-huh. When you get close, it pops up and it's like you've got this, you got your eagle friend, Icaros. I don't know if that, if I'm saying it right or Icaros. Um, Icaros? Eagle. No, I-K-A-R-O-S. You put, he's almost like DD in Metal Gear Solid Five. This game is, this, this game is, again, as I'm saying these names, you see why I like this game. You push up and you go to, and you're the eagle way up here. And he's flying over like an enemy stronghold. And you can hold L2 to just hover. And he goes, bing, 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 bing. You can mark treasure chests and enemies. And you see their level and all this other stuff. So you know where they are before you go into the compound to kill them. It's awesome. <clears throat> hmm. Uh, I really like this game. I got to, there, there was a funny thing. I got a trophy called Stink Eye. Because um, you fight, there's a guy early in the story called the Cyclops. He's not an actual Cyclops. He's just missing an eye. And I guess he has like a um, obsidian. I think it's obsidian. Fake eye or something. You stole it from his house when he wasn't there. And you go up to fight him and you're like, hey, man, whatever. Like, you want your eye back? And there's a goat standing here. Or like, I don't a ram or something and you pull up its tail and you take said eye and you shove it up its butt and it runs away and he's like what the hell was that you kill him whatever randomly like a half hour later i'm going up to get to my first synchronization point which is like climbing a tower and watchdogs and and old assassin's creed games or whatever it lets you fast travel you have to hunt animals in this too i don't you don't have to like eat or anything like that it's good it's kind of like in horizon where you just kill something and you get bones and meat yeah. and fur or whatever and I'm running up to this thing, and there's a ram that runs in front of me. It's like, Wah! I'm like, okay, I take up my sword, and I go, and I kill it. And it's like, loot. So I push triangle to loot it, and it's like, trophy pops. I got the obsidian back from this <laughs> random freaking goat up in the hills, out of his butt, I guess, when I killed him. It was awesome. Uh, I finally, so you can get, you have melee weapons, and you have your bow and arrow. I just like having my sword. Better than I like the lance or spear, whatever you want to call it. Again, like I wish I wish Aloy would have had a sword. Uh, I finally found it. You go to blacksmiths to level up your sword and do all this other stuff. I finally found one to level it up. So now I'm like, okay, now I'm having fun. The only thing, so one of the things that's weird about this game, and I heard about this leading up to it, is enemy leveling, which people were not a fan of, and I can tell I'm already not a fan of. Enemy leveling basically means, if you don't know, it means like, as you go up from level four to five to six to seven, if you're if there's an enemy that's a level four, when you go from four to five, most times he goes from four to five. Mm. I don't like that. I don't like that, Raymond. I don't like that one bit. Like I feel like if if he's a four, he should be a four. Right. If I run across a twenty, like that's like a bounty hunter or something, I'm like, nope. It's like when in Zelda in Breath of the Wild, when you find a freaking uh Lionel. Like, yeah. I'm not ready for you yet. I'm gonna go the other way. So I don't like the enemy leveling thing. However, now that I've leveled up my sword, even though they're leveling up, it seems like I am smoking them when I do damage. I like the combat in this game a lot. Um, I've been talking about it a long time. The Two cons. Uh, the loading screens are very long in this when you first get into the game. And if you spend too much time in eagle mode, when you like go back, it's got to reload. I'm like, I don't like that. Uh, and when you die, because I have died a few times, they're, they're kind of long loading loading screens the only other con it's not really a con but this game is ginormous it is 
I was overwhelmed at first. Now I'm kind of getting the handle of what all the different icons mean on the map and how to all the different quests. It's the quests are a lot like Horizon, where you'd go to like your quest tab. You yeah. have like main quest, side, 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 and then there's this other thing, whatever. Like, and I'm finally getting the hang of how to handle them and everything. Um, Greg took I think 80 hours to platinum this. I'm like, so I don't know. I don't know that I'm ever actually good. I don't know that I'll. I will beat this game. I don't know that I'll beat it before RE2 comes out. January 25th. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I don't know that I'm going to beat it before then because I've got life and basketball and gymnastics and everything else. But uh, long story, not so short. I really like Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I'll talk about it more later. That's my Christmas summary. Do you have any questions about Assassin's? No, but it sounds like... It's really I've never. Cool. I've literally never played two seconds of Same. an Assassin's Creed game. Same. But it does sound intriguing. It's awesome. Sean, tell me about your awesome Christmas. Uh, mine was mostly baby stuff. Um, I did get Smash, obviously. Uh, more on that later. The other big thing I got was I finally pulled the trigger, even though I didn't really do anything. But I got PSVR. I like this way more than I thought I would. Awesome. Like, I kind of wish I had just gotten it a couple years, ago. years ago. Like, yeah. it's so much fun. It's not that much of a... My biggest thing is I don't have a good way to set it up because I have it up where my projector is. Okay. So my PlayStation's in the back of the room near the projector. And so typically, you'd put the camera... Wait, you have the camera up? I just have it. I don't have it anywhere. I just uh, take it out when I need it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Okay, okay. So typically you'd put it up probably by your TV, but I can't do that because my TV, the wall, the screen is so far away from the PlayStation that it doesn't work. Yeah. So when it's just me and 95% of the time it is, it's not a problem because I just pull the camera out, I put it on the couch, and I basically am standing in front of the screen. And I don't even have the screen on because I don't need it because whatever. But if Brittany is bored or whatever and wants to watch me play VR we need to figure out a different way. Otherwise I'm blocking the screen cause I'm standing uh, in front of the, you know, so yeah. it's kind of a weird thing, but it is what it is. Um, but I'm so down with VR. It is so much fun. These <coughs> games, like I did try resident evil a little bit. I started a new game just to experience it. And did you poop your pants? No, but I, I literally, I audibly, yelled out at one point which i don't think i've ever done in a video game resident evil games going back to resident evil one back in like 1995 six whenever we had the saturn always kind of scared me and then resident evil 7 took it to a whole new level but i've never i don't think i've ever physically been like like screamed and it made me scream partially because i just wasn't paying attention i'm just trying to run through this and whatever you're like oh my god it's this part and then I was just running down the hall, and she came out and got me at this part that I totally oh, forgot hand? about. Was she? Did she get you in the hand? Was she? Oh, that okay. the chainsaw part? Did oh. she put a screw at one? Point? She like screwdrives your hand into yeah. the wall, and then you're like trying to. I can't play. Yeah. I can't. I can't. But I can't. That was quite a, a a thing. Yeah, but um, I also picked up even before Christmas, figuring I'd probably get the VR. I picked up Tetris Effect. Nice. I've only played it once. It's a lot of fun. I mean, it's Tetris, but it's like 
But it's, it's like, whoa. It's like, it's Tetris. It's high Tetris. But in the end, it's Tetris. Right. Um, and then I got the bundle that had Astrobot Rescue and Moss with it. I've heard nothing but good, like, amazing things about both. They're both fantastic. And, like, Astrobot at its core is such a simple game that if I was playing, if it was not a VR game, I'd be like, this is fun, but it's whatever. But there's just something about VR, and it's so cool that you literally, like, you can really just kind of lose yourself in the world because it's like you are in this world. And I always thought VR was best in first person, and I'm not so sure it is anymore because... So Astrobot is not first person also? No, you're just watching, you're controlling the character. The little playroom robot guys. Yeah. Yeah. So like Resident Evil is all good, but I can't, you kind of, it's almost less, um, what am I trying to say? Immersive? Yeah, because I'm not physically, it's like, it's me, it's first person, but I'm also just walking around with a controller. So it's like, this is clearly not me. And even when you look around, you can look around, but if there's something behind me, I'm not going to do one of these. I'm just going to use the right stick and turn really quick. So it kind of takes you out of it. But Astrobot and Moss, you're just kind of a third person. I mean, literally like in the world, but controlling this other character. And it's just so cool. And it's especially Moss, like, um, you see this big world. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like one screen <laughs> at a time. Big world because you're a little mouse. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but and it's like one screen at a time, so it's like kind of small. And sometimes you're inside, sometimes you're like out in the forest, and whatever. Right. And when you're in the forest, it's all you know optical tricks and whatever. But it makes it seem like it's this huge world. You're really only playing in this one little area, but it's big and small at the same time. And if there's like this cave. I can literally like lean forward and like do this kind of thing and see if there's anything in there and pop back up and like look that way. And it's just so cool. So cool. Astrobot's kind of the same thing. Uh, It's just, it's way more fun than I ever would have thought. It's everything I had hoped that it would be. And I don't know that I ever actually thought it would be. And you'd get no motion sickness, you said, right? I don't, but I can see how you could. Yeah. There are times... I think if you played Resident Evil for too long, it would be like... See, when I played Resident Evil, I was sitting on the couch. Okay. I was basically almost lying down on the couch. I had the camera at one end of the couch facing me, and I was just... <laughs> whatever. Um, when I first played Astrobot, I was standing up, and there were times where like I would start moving and you feel like you're good. You need to, well, so as I'm moving my guy, the camera kind of keeps up, you know, the camera, which is you keeps up with it. So all of a sudden it's like your brain thinks you're moving, but you're not. So all of a sudden you kind of get off balance. It's a little off putting at first, but you get used to it. Um, the other thing is if you lean like too much, there's like a play area, like a cone basically from the camera. And if you get outside of it, it, it keeps up with your motion perfectly, but then all of a sudden it's like you cross this boundary and all of a sudden I know I'm still moving, but what I see is no longer moving or something. because I'm out of it and this okay. box pops up and says outside of play area. play area. Okay. And that kind of messes with your brain too because all of a sudden you're like, it literally, it follows you perfectly 
And then all of a sudden, like if you lean too far, like you're still moving, but what you see no longer moves. And it, it's, it's, there's weird things like that, but it's so oh. much fun. And I got to get over there and just like, I, I want to play through the first Yeah, you hour. need to just, uh, yeah, yeah, I think you I mean, love I it. It's so much pants. fun. You have to record me in case I poop my pants. Well, of course. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much it. As far as nerdy stuff, it was Smash and uh, PSVR, but I absolutely love them both. Awesome. And we'll talk about more about Smash, I think we will both, here in this next segment, which is our top 10 games of 2018. If you couldn't tell by the title of the video, it is time for our top 10 games of 2018. I do have some honorable mentions. Sean, do you have some honorable mentions? I have a few. I did come up with a most uh, dep- not depressing, depressing game. <laughs> disappointing game. So I got four <laughs> honorable mentions I've got and a disappointing. Six. I have two disappointing I have a worst game of the year, and I'm just going to say right now, the worst game of the year is Metal Gear Survive. We only played the beta. beta. Shouldn't exist. Should not exist. Every time I see Wario's like, hey, it's on sale for $15. I'm like, it's $15 and one cent too many. That game sucks. It's horrible. You suck, Konami. Give us MGS3 Remix and freaking Fox Engine. Remix. Why did I say Remix? <laughs> um, remake in Fox Engine, and then you have my blessing again. That's not what it, Whatever. Um, that's the worst game of the year for me. What do you want to do first? You want to do honorable mentions? Or you want to go most dis- Let's do most dis- mo- <laughs> moist disappointments. Moist disappointments. Let's do most disappointing first. Let's get the crap out of the way first, and then we'll go in honorable mentions and go to the top ten. Well, so here's the thing. Um, my most disappointing is a personal. I mean, all this is personal, but like, this could very well be in many people's top ten games, and it wouldn't surprise me at all. Oh. But the good news, I mean, to me, the fact that... Oh, God, I hope you're not going to say one of the games that's in my top 10. I doubt. Well, I mean, maybe. And it's not a bad game. It's just not... I don't know. To me, my most disappointing game, and it's not the worst game. I (laughs) didn't even think of Metal Gear Survive because it was just like a demo, whatever. So it's probably not even the worst game I played this year. It's a good game, but to me, it was disappointing. It didn't live up to what you wanted it to be. Exactly. And honestly, I kind of forgot it was 2018. I thought it was 2017. Shadow of the Colossus. Okay. And when I first started playing that game, I'm like, this is... No. Yeah. I'm like, this is everything I wanted it to be. Like, this is so cool. And then by like the third boss fight, I was like, oh, I'm back at this temple. Oh, I got to ride my horse all the way out there again? Okay. And it's just big open world. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah beautiful great remake yeah but then it's like i can only just look around and see this pretty stream that looks picture perfect and these mountains in the background and this big open field so many times and i get it is what it is but part of me is like i kind of wish there were some enemies i kind of wish something was attacking me out here like instead of just horse from temple it goes back to almost one of the main things that made me not want anything to do with Red Dead is that's what this game is. It's just riding your horse to get from here to where you need to be. And now in Red Dead, I'm sure probably some stuff happens between point A and point B. Um, And the boss fights were fun, but they were just very repetitive. And it was just, okay, find Find the the, blue circle, stab them, stab it a few times, and then it dies. Go down, run away from the black stuff. The black stuff catches you. You end up in the temple. Yeah, exactly. So, and I don't know 
if I would have played it on PS2, would I have liked it? Would I have come to the same conclusion? I don't know. I don't know if it's that I had built it up in my mind for so many years and I'm like, hey, now's finally a good time to play it. Yeah. It just kind of, it didn't do it for me. It, it did at first. I yeah. loved it. It was exactly what I wanted. But then once I realized these boss fights are just find a way to climb on it, find the blue circle and stab it. And I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, okay, after three or four of these, it was just, and I never beat it. And there's a point when I took it out. Oh, worst game of the year? Here's another one I totally forgot about. Destiny. It wasn't this year, but I agree. It was, but that was when I played it. Yeah. And I think I took this game out to play Destiny. I think that was right around the same okay. time. When it was on sale for like $9. Yeah. Whatever. And part of me got. knew yeah. once I took it out, I'm like, I may it not. It ain't going back in. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think it ever did. And it was fun while it lasted, but in the end, it was kind of disappointing to me. Yeah. And I understand that's probably not going to jive with a lot of people. A lot of people love it. Great. I loved it at first, but it just didn't do it for me in the end. So I that was it. my disappointing game of the year. I get it. I have a tie for my most disappointing game. Um, I thought one was going to take the cake, and then something came in in about November. I bet you can't guess what this is. That tied it. Uh, Tacoma. Tacoma, it's funny that I built this game up in my head when I did when I am the only person. Yeah, I don't I, know why your hopes were ever I don't know. Like I hated <laughs> Gone Home. I think I think Gone Home is the most overrated game I've ever played in my life. If you didn't have the twist about the relationship, that game no one would say anything about that game. Period. That's why I say it's an Oscar bait game. Tacoma, because maybe it's because it was sci-fi and it's set on this it's not even sci-fi, it's just set on the space station and you're using this augmented reality and everything. After 30 minutes, I was like, this is boring, and I got a platinum for it, but then like, I beat it, and I was like, what the, that was it? That was like, it was like an hour and a half, two hours. It's just done? That's it? Like, and by the way, I had to restart my game to get the platinum because the basketball I had to throw through the floating hoop disappeared. <laughs> that sucked. But like, it just, it just so disappointing. I'm done with Fulbright. Like, I thought Gone Home... I, it's really like it's not even a good game like I don't even think it's good it's not even that it's over it is th the most overrated game of all time and I don't even think it's good like it is like there's Firewatch Edith Finch and then way 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 down here when it comes to walking but simulators see, to it's me going home. all those games from a game perspective are almost identical yeah it's really they're the walking story that yeah. differentiates it so you just think the story wasn't good? I think the story was stupid. I think it was, I could see it coming a mile away other than I thought there was going to be satanic, like death. I would have rather had somebody be a Satan worshiper and like, like freaking sacrificing goats and pigs in that secret room, whatever. Spoiler, I mean, no spoilers, that didn't happen. But like, it, it just was like so blah. And it was just, same thing with Tacoma. Like, not, it was just all, oh, Okay, I'm not going to say what it was, but I'm like, okay. I mean, I thought that was going to happen. What, we're done? That's it? Really? Yeah. Very disappointing. I will never buy another Fulbright game. Tying that, though, is Hitman 2. And I, I am so in the minority here. Like, this game did not sell at all. I think sales were down, I think, 90% from Hitman Absolution, which was the last full-release Hitman game. By the way, Hitman, did you see this? Hitman... Blood Money and oh, Hitman yeah. Absolution HD remixes are coming to PS4. I don't know why I keep calling remixes. <laughs> remakes are coming to PS4 on January 11th. Um, no pricing yet. If they're like 40 bucks, I'm not buying it now. It's one of those things I'll wait till it's 50, 50% and I'll, I'll buy them both. Like Blood Money is still by far the best Hitman game. Absolution's right up there. It might go Blood Money, Contracts, Absolution. Absolution changed up the formula a lot. 
I didn't really I didn't play Hitman Season One other than the stuff that was free. Um, I I don't I don't think I like how they just like they've gone so hardcore into the sand. And maybe it's because Hitman Two was released as one full game instead of like you get this level for two months. Go play it. Figure out where everything is and where you can find the screwdriver and you can get this costume and do whatever and then sneak in here and kill this guy by throwing him into a, 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 a shark tank or whatever. Like, when I think of this as a full release game, I was like, I don't... It just did not click to me. It was like, there's so many there's so many targets. There's so much security. I, I just... I In a game that should feel like you have... Like the world is your oyster. To me... It did not feel like it felt like I was trapped in a elevator with the targets, and I couldn't make a I couldn't move at all without them being like, "Oh, you're the hit, you're the hitman." I'm brr. so uh, that 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 is probably more disappointing to me than Tacoma, just because I wanted that to be like my number three game because one and two are set. His one and two are set. I assume. Yeah. Uh, I wanted it to be number three, and it it nowhere near my top 10. Like it's the, the most frustrating, I, I don't know, but I'm in the minority when it comes to it. I really don't think we're ever going to get another Hitman game because really? the sales were so low. Uh, like they were, it was like fallout 76 was a bomb a week after it came out, they were discounting it to 30 bucks. Same with Hitman. maybe not a week, maybe two weeks, whatever it was. But like Hitman was the same thing as fallout 76. It was discounted almost immediately. Wow. And that, that just, that hurts my heart. So, those are my two most disappointing games of the year. Sean, what do you got for honorable mentions? And of course, let me, let me just do a disclaimer here. When we do our honorable mentions and our uh, um, top 10 and everything, obviously these are our personal lists. We're yep. not trying to be like, the, this is the most technically advanced game ever. Red Dead is the best thing ever. Um, also, we don't play everything. Sean doesn't have an Xbox. My kids have an Xbox. I haven't ever played that thing. Um not that Xbox had anything about this year other than Forza, and I wouldn't play that anyways. But just disclaimer there, remember, these are our personal top 10 games. Agree, disagree, whatever. Hit the comment section below. Let us know. But just that's 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 the deal. So what are your honorable mentions? Sure. So I have four of them. Three of them I think are pretty um, inconsequential. That's not what I'm trying. In uh, non- Conspicuous? What's the... Not uh, They're not going to cause any uproar. They're very... Or not, they're not very they're not controversial. controversial. Three of them are not very controversial. I'll start with those. I don't really have much to say but about any of them. one is? Oh, God. One of them, not, probably not to you, but probably to y'all. <laughs> Red Dead. Um, <laughs> Tetris. A lot of fun. Um, it's exactly what I thought it would be, and it's fun. But in the end, it's Tetris. It's just more Tetris. I can't put Tetris in my top ten. It's it's literally Tetris, but you can look around and it's got cool visual effects and the music, you get the music's probably the best part. It's yeah. just so like, and somehow like I it just moves. I, it just, it's just, I, I don't I know. I don't know how they did it. But All I did was play the demo, but even playing the demo, I'm like, how is everything? Yeah. It's so cool. Up? Um, Mario party. Uh, oh, I probably man. wouldn't even have gotten this, but I got it for free from Brittany's boss. Shout out to Chris. Um, it's a lot of fun. I just don't have, you're if not, I had three, well, you have two kids really that play video games, like I would probably enjoy it a lot. But yeah. for my living situation, like I think I enjoy the game a lot. 
<laughs> and like the little bit I played with Nick, I don't know, New Year's Eve, or I don't know when it was. Like I came over here. Yeah, it was New Year's Eve, I think. Like that was fun. Mm-hmm. But you need people to play it with. And I don't really You can't play it against a computer. It's There's no point. Exactly. It, it's not the same. We played it with Jordan and Daniel and Jess. And Jess was falling asleep between every move. Yeah. Because it was like 10.39. She was like, like Jess is your turn. Hey, hit the thing. Just <laughs> Love you, hon. So... As far as Mario Party goes, it, it's great, I think. Um, I just don't really have the the means to play it correctly. Um, You're not in college anymore. Exactly. Right. Uh, last but not least of the non-controversial ones, uh, Street Fighter 30th Anniversary. It's exactly what it should be. It's fun. It's Street Fighter. It's tough to even put it on there. No oh, matter how much I liked it. I know what your controversial one is because I've got it too. No no matter how much I liked it. Uh, yes, it's a new game, but, but none of them not, are new. Yeah. It's fun. It's Street Fighter. We've all played them. Um, it is what it is, and I enjoyed it for everything that I thought it would be and whatever. Um, I know what this is. Do you want me to do my controversial one or you gonna, do you want to do yours? Let me lead off with my controversial one. Okay. Celeste. That was mine. Thank you. Now, to be fair, this probably was my number 11. It's not like it it's was probably way my, out of my, my top 10. 11. Yeah. But, yeah. It's my number 11. It's just I do not see how this game can get um, a 10 out of 10 from anybody. I don't see how this game... Now, maybe that's because I did not beat it. It's to the point now where I want to go turn on easy mode just to see the story play out. Now, to be because fair... that's what we're missing is the story. Somebody... I don't know if it's... Is it Solar? Or Logan. I want to say Solar. through it one day at a time. That's a yes. good idea. Yeah. And when I was watching that, Shout I'm like, James it did kind of make me want to go back and yeah. fire it up again. And when I've got Kira, that's the kind of game that I can just pull out my Switch and just kind of... With easy mode on. Other, you're not. You're going to stress yourself out if you don't have oh, No, I think mode. I'm done on hard mode or normal yeah, mode normal or whatever mode, I have. Like, which is hard enough. Yeah. Um, now, to be fair, also, part of the problem is I shouldn't have gotten that on Switch. You should not because the D-pad sucks. I didn't realize how precise the controls need to be. And the game works best when I'm using the Joy-Con. Yep. But the Joy-Con only works if I got my stupid cabinet door open and I'm pointing the controller right at it, which still boggles my mind how that ever we, became a thing. We need to send our left Joy-Cons in. But um, it's fun. I'll probably... I don't, I don't think by any means am I done with that game. No, I will definitely I, play it again someday. It. Yeah. But that's probably because I'm sure some people have that as their game of the year, and it's yes. not in my top ten. But yeah, it's yeah, not that mine was, either. That was it it's, for my honorable mentions. I only got through the second world. That's where the shadow, or I think maybe it was the yeah. third world. No, I don't it was remember the second. What it was. I think that's as far as I got, and I was like, I wanted to break my controller. Yep, and that's not fun to me. There's like, I get it. It's kind of like Super Meat Boys challenging. This is challenging. Whatever. I feel like no, Super Meat Boys still harder. I think. Uh, but it's, I, I get it. I want to go back and like I said, play with assist mode to get through the story because that is the best part of this game. In my opinion, I don't like platformers to try to punch you in the face. I want them to be right, challenging, it's just but fair. This isn't just fair. for the sake of being hard. Right. Like it's, yeah. So Celeste, probably my number 11. These are not in any order, but that probably would be my number 11. Yeah. So. Put your pitchforks down. Next honorable mention, Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection. Um, again, like, 
some of the best fighting games ever made. Not a new game at all, but it's the best collection of fighting games that I think has ever come out. I still say the best. Uh, we should do a top ten of that. Top ten collaborate. Uh, what's it called? Collections. Whatever. Mario All Stars is number one. Spoiler alert for when we do that video. Um, but Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection. Go watch our videos. There's nothing else I need to say. Secret of Mana Remake. Um, originally, mm. I had this in my top 10, and then I realized like I never went back and finished it, and I tried to pick it up a few weeks ago, and I was like, I don't even know where I am or <laughs> where I'm supposed to go, and this yeah. game doesn't tell me. Like I just beat the dra- I got the white dragon thing, I think, and I'm like, I don't know where to go next. There's like mush- I'm in a mushroom thing where like I'm in a mushroom city where the mushrooms are talking to me and stuff, and I don't know what I'm supposed to do, and I'm like... This can't be in my top 10 if I did not feel the need to go back and beat this game. Yeah. Like Celeste. Um, some people rail on this game. Unjustly, I think. Again, I loved Adventures of Mana on the Vita. Um, if you get bored with Kira <laughs> when you're home for three weeks or whatever, you should play Adventures of Mana. If you want a... Yeah. There, there's no recharge for your sword. It is Zelda in the Mana universe, and it's an easy platinum if you just... You level up the right way. A lot of fun. It's like 15 hours to beat it. It's so much fun. Yeah. But I like Secret of Mana. Uh, next on my list, I only played the demo, Tetris Effect. Because so much fun. Like even Jess was watching me play it and she was like, this is Tetris, but it's like crazy. I'm like, yes, <laughs> those are both correct. Yes. It's awesome. Uh, shout out to PUBG. Um, I wondered if that was going to... I, I want to go back for our YouTube comments. I guess I should suck more and post videos of it. Uh, it's fun. It's nowhere near as well made as Fortnite. God, that hurts me to say. Uh, I can't believe I paid 30 bucks for this game. And I, other than for comedic purposes, I'm not going to get into this game unless you buy it. And then if we go, if like me, you, Logan, and Nick, um, well, Nick's got it on uh, uh, Xbox and you can't do crossplay. Um, but if somebody else that has PUBG, Solar, somebody... Like, if we want to do squads on that, that would be fun. That could be fun. That would be a lot of fun. But other than that, like, I, I suck at online multiplayer games. I don't know why I'm doing this. Also, yeah. shout out to Wolverblade. Uh, we did a Let's Play of it, like we talked about earlier, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, it's a throwback to beat-em-ups. It's like a golden axe. It's like a yes. bloody golden axe, I would say. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of fun. We got a lot of views on that video, so that was cool. Also, games that didn't come out this year, I got to give a shout out to Bloodborne. Yep. I think you would agree on that. Madden for the first time in a long time because the Giants have like made me want to get a Madden game for for the first time in like three or four years. I had a lot of fun with that. I'm done now because Eli retired. Except that did come out this year. Huh? Except it did come out this year. Well, that's true. But <laughs> Honorable mention, but like it's okay. Madden. So I don't even count Madden. Yeah, yeah. Symphony of the Night. I finally beat it this year. It's I was very proud of myself. Time. And I finally was like... I get why this why people think this game is awesome. I still think I like Super Metroid just a hair better. Yeah. I think. But I get Symphony of the Night now, and that's why I'm so excited for Bloodstain next year. This year. Well, sorry. Hopefully. Yes. <laughs> well, probably <laughs> Maybe next, next year. year. Um, I get it now, and I'm so excited to play that game. Uh, also, Telltale Batman. So episodes four and five came out this year, and they were by far... So one was amazing. Two and three were like, bleh. Four and five just went through the roof, and we're never going to get another Telltale Batman. That yeah. sucks. Episodes four and five this year, with, with depending on what your choices are with the Joker and if he's good or bad, it's just... Oh, it's it was so good. So freaking good. Uh, 
60% of season two of Batman is amazing. And we're never going to get another one. And that sucks. Because I want to know where they were going to go next with Joker and Bruce. And we're never going to know. So that Man. sucks. Those are my honorable mentions. Now, it's time for our top ten. <laughs> um, so we're going to do this year. We're going to go 10, 10, 9, 9, 8, 8. And you know what we're saying. Yeah. Uh, again, these are our personal top ten lists. We haven't played everything. We don't own Xboxes. We did not play Red Dead. And even if we did, we probably wouldn't even put it in honorable mentions. So there. Sorry. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Okay, good. Um, so my number 10 probably, had it come out later in the year, maybe would have been a little higher. Um, I think this is one that you said you would count, even though I think this oh, is the one that didn't come out this year. Wow. Blossom Tale. Wow. Okay. I, I enjoyed the game. But looking back, and this is why I feel like either I need to play it again, or maybe I would have. Uh, You're going to be higher thoughts of ten. Also, by the way, um, had it come out just a couple months ago. Yeah, but I remember, like the levels were fun, but I remember the overworlds just being kill a bunch of enemies. It was almost like a collectathon, but with enemies or something is how I remember. Because you had to kill the enemies to get brains and whatever. Yeah, like that. That didn't really. Yeah work with me and i remember the overworld maybe i'm totally wrong the overworld isn't that big right i feel like the overworld is it's no about bigger the size of link to the past i think is it yeah um it was a lot of fun now what i'm really looking forward to is mm-hmm. whatever don't remember the name acorn of the blossoms hazelnut bastille how did that come to my head <laughs> right yes yes that looks more traditional Zelda to and me. And the 8-bit version looks awesome, too. Yeah. We, we missed out on the Kickstarter by like a few yeah. days. I was so pissed. Yeah. Um, so I'm expecting that to be easily in my top 10 for this year. Um, I don't know okay. where, but I think it'll be... I think it'll make a, a yeah. strong impression on me. I like this game, and it's another one that maybe I could see going back and playing again. Um, but it's tough when, when you love... Zelda as much as I do. It's so hard for anything that's clearly a Zelda clone to live up to the hype. Because even while I'm playing, I'm like, this is fun. And I like it because it's trying to be Zelda, but it's <laughs> but no I could Zelda, just play Zelda kind yeah. of thing. So that's that's yeah. that's kind of where I find myself with these kinds of games. Um But yeah, it's certainly a great game. Uh Blossom Tales number ten. So we are allowing this to count because it came out in the last year of 2017, which after the last all the year game, of 2017, last week of <laughs> the year of 2017, because it's after all the game of the year awards, all that stuff. So I, I told Sean this counts for this year. So that's why number 10 for me, Hollow Knight. Okay. Um, I think this game suffered because I was, and we, we I said on the podcast, I was Metroidvania'd out at this point. By the time I finally got to this game, I had played through Chasm and The Messenger. That was probably 30 to 35 hours of gaming between those two. That by the time Hollow I Knight's a tough one this, to end up. Yeah, I probably should have played this before the others. Yeah. Um, I probably played six, seven, eight hours, something like that. I can see why it's so good, but I just don't think it was what I wanted at the time that I finally got to play it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, at some point, I do want to go back and beat it. Uh, 
I got a decent Wii, and I'd unlocked like maybe four map things, and you had the guy that the the fast travel thing that takes you back to the beginning yeah. and stuff. Um, and I like it. I like the combat in it. The game is absolutely beautiful. But when I, I think also what gets into my head is like I saw Ernie New going back and forth. To Ernie's like he put eighty hours into it. And I was like, uh, can't. I, I just I just can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it. Um, but for what I played of it, it definitely deserves to be in my top ten. So Hollow Knight is my number ten game of the year. That's fair. Uh, number nine, along those same veins, Chasm. Um, now, when I played this game, I'm like, this is probably top five games this year. Now, I think between Chasm, Hollow Knight, and The Messenger, I think Chasm is probably the best one to start with. It's the most... I don't know that it's the shortest. It's clearly shorter than Hollow Knight. I don't know how it would compare to Messenger, but it's the I think most it's about the straightforward. Messenger, yeah. It is as basic, not in a bad way, but like just basic, straightforward Metroidvania as you can have. There's no, there's nothing weird about it. It's very straightforward. No yeah. Um, I love that game so much. Um, and to me, I think we've I've, I've mentioned this many times. Anytime we do a any kind of thing where yeah. we're ranking games, a big thing to me is like replay replayability. And I don't know that I'll ever go through and play it again. Now, to be fair, I beat it and then I went back and started a new game immediately, pretty much on Just hard mode hard, or whatever. Yeah, okay. But not like, mortal, right? Where you die and die it's just over. Lose. I didn't do that. No, okay. but I tried hard mode, and it didn't seem that much harder to me i'm like okay i think i might be able to do this and then i was just like fighting a regular enemy and i fought quite Bad. sloppily and then i just died and then that was it and i don't think i ever played it again um it was fun it was everything i wanted the game to be um and but i don't know it's just uh, it's tough finding honestly but, I, I mean, trouble it's still in your really, top 10. Yeah, I mean, right. it's tough. I don't have many negative things to say about any of the games in my top 10, but I got to put them in some order. But yeah, Chasm <laughs> number nine. Originally, I would have thought it would have been top five. Um, and it didn't quite make it, but top nine is not bad. We'll talk about both of those games in a little bit. Number nine for Kevin White, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. So this game kind of came out of nowhere. I did not even know this was a thing. All I've been hearing about is Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. It's so my number eight. So we'll go ahead. And we'll do this. We'll tag team these. back yeah. again. Uh, so Curse of the Moon, like originally it was a it was an honorable mention, but I was thinking back like I had so much. I only put I played this game for four or five hours, whatever it was to beat it. But I was like, this game, like I think if if I clear my mind and I go to like. Like, obviously, Symphony of the Night is a better game. But if I go to old-school Castlevania games, it's Castlevania 2 at the top. I'm kidding. It's Castlevania 3 and Bloodlines, like, neck and neck. But <clears throat> Castlevania 3, I think, is still my favorite, like, old, whatever you would call non-Metroidvania Castlevania yeah. game. Castlevania 3 is my favorite. This is Castlevania 3 done even better than Castlevania 3? Like... It's so cool, but they even put like a Metroidvania spin on it to where it's not like, 
you have the branching paths and stuff like you do in Castlevania three. However, instead of like in, in like <laughs> Symphony of the Night, you go and you get like I don't know what some of the power ups are. I can't remember, but like to to get to different areas of Dracula's castle. Now it's not other power ups. You get other characters, yeah. and you can switch on the fly from. Like if I could go from Trevor to Grant to Sypha in one thing, and by the way, watch God, watch the Netflix show. It's so good. Um, that would have been awesome. But like Curse of the Moon, I did not even know this was a Kickstarter thing. I don't think most people knew this was a Kickstarter thing. To where this got announced and it came out like two days later, I was like, I, I, I can't believe, I cannot believe I'm even playing this. And the guy, I don't, I don't remember what anybody's names were other than actually, I don't remember her name. I, yeah, the I character from actually from the Real Blood scene. Right. she's in it too. I don't remember her name. You got the guy with the sword. You got her. You got a guy yeah, like the, the alchemist guy who like and you got the guy who's got the fire stuff. around him and stuff and then you got the Alucard guy who does the exact the same bats. attack and goes boom like yeah. that's the exact same attack from Castlevania 3. Um I love this game and it's like no this is not an honorable mention this game deserves to be in my top 10 and I freaking love Curse of the Moon. What do you think about Curse of the Moon? I I was on the fence about comparing it to Castlevania 3 but you've already done it. Maybe it's better. I don't know. I think I, it's I know, just like I think maybe I'm crazy. I but feel it's like that's it's sacrilege to say, but I mean it's clearly it's Castlevania three. So one thing I kind of forgot about this game, and I didn't even remember it until that's I why I fired up my Switch. Your trophies. Yes, I'm like, let me see what I played oh, this year. You played on you played on Nintendo. Okay, so I'm trying to think. Maybe it was when we went to Ireland. When did this come out? May. So it probably was Ireland. Okay. So I played a. I think literally the whole game handheld just kind of trying to get through it just to kill time on the plane. And so I don't even know that I got the full effect of it and I already want to go back and play it again. Um, But I loved it and I had just kind of forgotten about it. And today, so yes, what's today, Sunday, maybe a couple days, I don't know when it was, when I finally fired up my Switch, I'm like, let me look at all the games I've played so I've got a comprehensive list. I came across this. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. And I think it was yesterday we were about to run out for something. And I fired it up. I'm like, let me just see this game and just the title screen and the music. Did you play it on the big screen? I played it on my TV, not the projector, but the TV. No, but right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Not on the handheld. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I'm like, and I was just, I fell in love with it again. I'm like, I need to play this game again. Um, I was kind of on the fence. I'm like, I feel like it should be in the top 10, but I don't know. And then just, loading it up for literally yep. 20 seconds playing through like maybe two screens worth. I'm like, <clears throat> this game's fantastic. Um, so I get right up there with Celeste, probably something that during those three weeks while I'm home, I'll probably just throw on the switch and play a little bit of, but the, the game is perfect. I mean, it's unabashedly a Castlevania three clone. Like it's not even no, trying, it's not trying to hide it, to hide it in the least bit. And I don't care. Yep. Um, but God, I can't wait for the actual game. Hopefully this year. God, I just hope it doesn't suck. I don't think it will. I don't see how it could. They've proven they can recreate three. So recreate, yeah. recreate like I, I don't see how it could yeah. be bad. But yeah. Okay, so that's my number nine. That was your number eight. So now we yeah, do. So my back to eight. you. Okay, so back to me. <laughs> Thanks, Turd Ferguson. Back to Kevin with sports. Number eight for me: Shadow of the Classes. Okay. So I did play through the whole game. Uh, it, there were times where it definitely felt like a chore. Um, do you know the twists and stuff towards the end of this game? Um, I don't remember. I think I looked it up a long time ago. 
back I when I had kind of just gotten to yeah. the point where I'm like, I'm probably never going to play this game. Oh, I finally looked up uh, Trico. Are you so? Are you just not going to get that game? Eventually, I'll forget and I'll play. It, it'll be a free PS Plus game, and I'll play it then. But you keep saying that, but you've been saying that for like at least a year it, now. Do you want to know? I'm guessing. Does he die? No. Oh, okay. Good. But he gets. Oh, he gets like mortally wounded, but he survives. Really? And at the end, I think it's like a post credit scene. He lives. But okay. It's like I'm glad I know that now. So when I get to that scene and I'm bawling my eyes out, <laughs> I know he's <laughs> poor Draco. But anyways, so Shadow of the Classes. So playing through this game, like like you said, the first two or three bosses, like this is so cool. And it's like I go back and I got to shine the light and follow the light. And like, okay, over here and there's a crab thing down here, whatever. And like, okay. There were a few bosses towards the end of the game. There was one where you go through this guy that's like, um, think of it like he's walking between two like shopping centers. <laughs> It's not a shopping center, but it's like two long like buildings on each side. You got to go. You got to get him to attack you to break a thing on the lower level. When it breaks, it kind of flips up like this. That lets you go to the second level, and you got to get him to chase you. Blah 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 blah. Um, but there's something that happens at the end of the game. Now, again, this is kind of like the Last of Us effect, where I knew what happened in the Last of Us. I I didn't know about the thing at the beginning, but I knew about how it ended. That it kind of like, it's not a top 10 game for me because I I think because it was ruined for me ahead of time. And then when they did the remastered version, they spoiled everything in the trailer, which was so stupid. Uh, But anyways, I knew the emotional thing that happens towards the end of the game. Like before you fight, I think the final one, Um, but it still caught me off guard and was like, Oh my God, I can no, no. (laughs) And it was, Oh. And that's why it's in my top 10. Like, I, I, I think if I would have played this in 2005 or 2006, whatever it was, I think this would have blown both our minds. Yeah. But, like, I know the game. I know what happens. I wanted to experience it. I think it is worthy of being in my top 10. Like, I think it's like a 92 on Metacritic or something. Like, people, like, the first one was perfect. This And also, the controls are still not good. Yeah. Like, I guess they're improved from the PS2 because the PS3 version was just the PS2, like just like smoothie edges and stuff. This was a full remake by Blue Point. Blue Point. If you want to do Metal Gear, also that's fine because you did the you did a, you did the Uncharted collection. Um, but like, it's not. It doesn't. It didn't. It never lived up to the hype for me. Yeah. Again, like you said, maybe it's just because I didn't play it twelve years ago, thirteen years ago, whatever it is. But it's like. The emotional moments got me, but because I know going through the story, spoiler alert, you're killing these kind of like innocent things. Like I, that that's the other thing. It's like, it's, it's hard to get into this when I, I feel like if I would have played this without knowing that I still would have known, like these are just creatures. They're just sitting there. And I'm like, some voice is telling me to go kill them to, to save my dead wife, like whatever girlfriend, whatever she is like, right? No, this is, this is wrong. Like this just feels wrong and it's supposed to feel wrong. I get that. It's not like (laughs) they don't want you to be like, yay, I killed a, it's like killing a a kitten, like a hundred foot tall kitten. (laughs) You know what I mean? But so I, I get shadow the classes. I get why it's a big deal, but it doesn't go any higher than number eight for me. This was higher up. Because this whole year I started a note and I was like, okay, one, two, three, 
10. Or what do I still have to play this year that I want to put on there? And I was like, okay, it's five, six, seven, okay. It, it almost fell out, but I was like, no, I, when I go back and that, that one moment really got me, uh, and the game is just beautiful and it's beautiful in its sadness and everything and whatever. It's, it's my number, uh, it's my number eight. Yeah. Number seven. Number seven. Uh, ten, nine, eight, seven. Um, number seven. Moss. Mm. I was wondering when the VR was going to come out. Yeah. So this game, it's just it's it's beautiful. It's literally it's like a, I mean literally if you've played the game, it's actually it's like a storybook come to life like. Part of it, you're like reading a book. It's you know what it is. It's very never-ending story. Like, like you as like the they call you the reader, but you can like you're obviously you're controlling the mouse. You're influencing the events. You're 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 controlling it, whatever. But it plays out like a storybook, and there's like narration going on while you're playing. But I haven't beaten it yet. I have no idea how far into it I am. Um, but it's just beautiful. Part of it, I I will fully admit, is the uh, VR effect. Um, I think if I was just, if this is just a static image where you're kind of looking down at the, the, the playing field, what have you, it wouldn't have quite the same effect. Right. Some of it is definitely just you feel immersed in this world. Um, yeah, but it, it, but it's more than that. I think it's more than that. I think it's just like a well-made, like it is, I'm, like I'm, I'm, I would definitely the, enjoy this right. game even if it wasn't VR, but like the VR, I feel like it just takes it to a new level and you feel like you were part of it, which I guess, I mean, that's the whole idea behind VR, but it's just done so beautifully and it's not like photorealistic, but it's pretty realistic looking and you're just this little mouse and she's so cute and it's just like. She like she knows you're there, and if you're stuck, oh, really? and you just stop moving, She's she like, like she looks hey, at man. you, and she can't talk, but she'll be like, "Squeak, hey, me, 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 I gotta go fight me, the bad guys." Yeah. Like she'll tell you, like, "Oh, if you gotta like put," I mean, you can't even push, but like she might tell me, "Hey, you gotta push that thing off the edge, and then something will happen." And she like kind of talks to you, but she's just like squeaking and like gesturing. It's so cute, but it's so much fun. I I'll beat it eventually. Um, I can't imagine it's that long of a game. Yeah. Like I would think I'm probably halfway through maybe more. I don't know. Um, but it's just very well done. It's very never ending story. Like, oh, wow. And, okay. Uh, it's so good. Uh, I love it. Uh, I can't wait to beat it, but number seven Moss. You want to know something that's not good? We have our first image of Dr. Robotnik. What in the hell jim carrey why why is this movie happening i'm not gonna remember to put the image in just google dr robotnik poster whatever it is what the hell why 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 sonic's muscular blue this just furry looks legs. like who's the guy i think you follow him on instagram too he does all like the movie Oriodo. no not that guy he does all like the movie oh boss logic yes that's what that looks like it looks like a fan made like this doesn't look like this should be a real thing. Wait a minute. Black Panther won the Golden Globe for best motion picture. Really? Dude, 
Come on, man. Holy crap. I mean, good for them. But it's... What? Not. It's what not. A Star is Born, Avengers was better. Like, there were a lot of better movies. It's mm-hmm. like, I get when... Never mind. I, I get <laughs> it. Like, this is this might be the most important superhero comic book movie ever made. But it was just like every other Marvel movie. Like, what makes Black... I mean, segue, sidebar. What makes Black Panther so... Uh, important whatever is obviously it's a black superhero it's a superhero for like kids to look up to whatever and I get that and I'm not downplaying it but at the same time it's like he's royalty in this already very well to do nation and he's the king of said nation like why and maybe it's just that Black Panther came out first Spider Verse, hello, like it's Miles a, Morales, way better movie. Is literally way just better movie. A kid, I mean, he's smart and whatever. He goes to the nice school, but like he's just a kid and he becomes Spider Man. He's not king of some secret, highly civilized, high technology, well off nation. I don't know. As far as that kind of aspect of it, to me, Spider Man, hello. But, I, I mean, I think A Star Is Born is a better movie. A Star Is Born is the best movie I saw this year. That's because I'm a very sad individual and I like sad movies. (laughs) But like, Avengers was better. Avengers was way better than Black Panther. Like, you, it's just... mm, I don't know. I know. I loved... I really like Black Panther. It's a solid 8.5. But like, Infinity War is a 9.5? Yeah. You know? Like... Aquaman is about as good as Black Panther. Sorry, but it is like, I don't know. And Spider-Verse is better than all of them. Combined. Yeah. Whatever. I don't care. All right. So you're Wait, it might have been, it, that might not have happened. Rasan sent me a screenshot. It might have <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. It might not have been real. So anyways, people listening to this are like, no, it didn't. <laughs> Who is Rasan? <laughs> all right. Number seven for me, Sean. <laughs> Way higher than I thought it would have been. Obviously lower than you had it. Still though, number seven, Super Smash Ultimate. So you'll you'll hear us gush gush about this if you go back to the Let's Play from earlier this week. Monday, Tuesday. I don't know when it hopefully Monday. We'll see. Uh I've crapped on this series as long as we've had a podcast. Yes. Uh and before that too, but nobody was <laughs> there to listen. Um, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate was... It's so much fun. Like, I still say, as I said in the Let's Play, and maybe on here too, it's not a fighting game. I still hold true to that. It is not a traditional fighting game, but it is a very fun game. Yes. And it is... I don't know if it's party. I don't know if it... I don't know what you would call it. Like... When we 1v1 each other, it's not like you can call it a party game. But it's like... It's like Nidhogg is not a... Nidhogg. It's Nidhogg. 
I don't know about that, but it's not. But for it's those, same, for the people that would say Smash is a fighting game, you also have to say Nidhogg's, a which it's game. not. So Smash isn't right. Yeah. But like, I, I had so much fun going through this roster and unlocking everybody, or having my kids do it. And and once you figure out the the trick is, if you haven't unlocked everybody yet, once you get to the point where you unlock or a new challenger is approached, you fight them, lose whatever, go to home menu. Exit out of Smash, open it up again, go back to it again. You keep unlocking people. Um, I had 10 times more fun with this game than I thought I would. Like, we got it for the boys for Christmas, somewhat selfishly, because I wanted to play <laughs> it too. But I, I didn't think I would like it as much as I did to where I would be like, Sean, we have to do a Let's Play this. Like, you have some experience with Smash. I have zero. I've watched it from the outside where I'm like, this is just stupid it's people jumping and it the last 10 minutes of our let's play are yeah. by the way spoiler alert who won that sean that guy this guy did uh pure luck <laughs> it's not skill but like so much fun again i don't the, the only reason it's as low as seven and not higher is i don't know this and my next game are both very um what's the word I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying to project where this game will end up. Yeah, I'm projecting this to be seven. The next game, I'm doing it really where it is right now for me. But we'll we'll get to that in a minute. You probably know what it is. Um, but I, I've I've loved Smash way more than I would thought than I thought I would love this game. Uh, for this game to even get to number seven on my list is an incredible achievement. Yes, I would say so. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate number seven for Kevin White. Uh, so kind of following along with what I just did, number six, Astrobot. Okay. Um, a lot of the things I said about Moss can be said about this too. There's not much of a story. It's really, it's almost like a, I wouldn't say a tech demo. Cause I mean, it just came, it came out so late in the PSVR's life, but it's really just a, I don't even know how to explain it. Um, a lot of it's people, just, it's there, just there were some people that were picking fun. this for game of the year. Though. I, like, I could see game it. of the year. Like it's it's VR just game so of the year, much game fun. Of the year. It's so much fun. The controls are perfect. The boss fights are so much fun. Um, there's water levels, which are as usual, like the least Bad. favorite part for me. Um, but then there's like this one water level where I got to the end and then right at the end, there's this, you're like on this beach and this guy is like kicking a soccer ball and it's like straight out of like Zelda to where you have to like reflect Ganon's things. Back really? You have to like headbutt you like, boom, boom, and you have to like keep hitting the soccer ball back at him. And if you do it enough, you eventually like knock him out and you get a trophy That's or whatever. Awesome. I'm like, that just made this whole level worse. Yeah. Like there's just little thing and the game keeps surprising me. Um, like you would think when it starts out, like, oh, you walk around and you jump. It's like a VR platformer, get to the end, next level, whatever. But then it's like, oh, but then there's levels where you go underwater. And then, oh, there's like minecart kind of levels. And then, oh, there's this kind of level and that kind of level. And it just keeps surprising me. And it's so much fun. The story, I could care less about the story. It's like all these astrobots, their spaceship got destroyed. And a piece of it went to like each of these planets. And you have to beat all the levels on the planet to get that piece of your ship back and you had to rescue all your friends and whatever the stories, whatever, but it's just so much fun. Like it is, it's what 
I'm sorry. (laughs) Like, whenever you come over to try out VR, like, this is the game you have to play. This will give you, like... More than RE7? I think you'd need to experience that, too. Okay. But, like, this will give you a true feel of, like, what... What it can That's just be. so much fun. Yeah. I don't know how to explain Out of, it, like, the norm of what you think of VR, like, first exactly. person, Doom, whatever. Yeah. Yes. It's so much fun. I absolutely love it. I haven't beaten it yet. Same with the Moss, but... And I'm going to have less and less time going forward, but I hope to beat them both here in the next month or so. Well, but Kira will sleep a lot. Hopefully. Well, <laughs> you won't, but she I won't. won't. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, number... What is that? Six. Six. Astrobot. My number six is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. This is... This is like, this game could have gone as high as two. I I can see the projection. It probably would have been three. Um, spoiler alert. I don't know that it could top Spider Man. Uh, but I mean, if you know us, you know what our top. You know what our number two and number one are at this yes. point. Um, but I love this game so far. Again, four hours in, I I get it. I see why this game is so much fun. There has been very 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 minimal like present day stuff, which is what it's always kept me out of it. Like. I saw my time hop today or yesterday or something with Logan like, yes, just if Assassin's Creed would just get rid of the present day stuff and the sci-fi, keep it to the bare minimum, that would be good for the series. Yeah. So far, like you do the opening scene that I don't want to spoil and then you go like, hey, I'm looking at, I'm present day, I'm looking at this library and okay, let's go in the machine. We're going to go explore ancestors. Boom. And there's been no... Maybe that changes down the road. If it does, if it gets like more present day stuff, this will drop. If it keeps it to where it's non-existent, then it'll go up. Um, but the actual gameplay, I love. The acting is great. I did play as Alexios. I didn't say that earlier. Um, I didn't want to play as Cassandra. If I have the choice, I'm going to play as a guy just because I'm a guy. Um, doesn't make me like a sexist. Um, but I like Alexios. It's just... if. That's just how I play games. It's fine. Um, it's fine. But uh, I don't think it could go any lower than number six for me. I guess is why I'm putting it there. I think if we go in a few months when we podcast, I may say that actually this was number three. But yeah. for everything I said earlier and the little bit I said now, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is number six for me. Uh, so number five for me will be a quick one. It's Smash. Um way higher than I would have thought it would really? have been. Okay. Um, and honestly, when I got it for Christmas, it was just kind of a leap of faith kind of thing. And once I played it, I played it for like an hour or two. How I felt at the end of that hour or two, it could have been my most disappointing game of the year. And then it just yeah. did a complete 180 once I just felt like I really started getting the hang of it and started unlocking people and stopped doing the stupid spirit world of light thing. Like I I just, that's not smash. Um, but it's a lot of fun. I worry that it, yep. It probably could trend downward. I don't, I think the game has peaked for me. It's still lots of fun. Um, but it is also kind of a party game. Now, I have way more fun playing this by myself than I would ever have playing Mario oh, yeah. by myself. Um, but it's fun. It's I knew going into it, this is not a really a single-player game, but I think part of what's been so surprising for me is how much fun I have had playing it in single-player mode. Yes. So it was a, a, 
a welcome surprise. It's a lot of fun. It is what it is. It's everything I it's exactly really what I thought it would be. It's no worse than I thought it would be. It's no better than I thought it would be, but it's way better than I thought it would be after that first hour or so I played it. Um, so I'm glad it, it, it turned around for me, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. I've had a lot of fun playing it. I'm sure we haven't seen the last of it here. So number no. five, Smash. Definitely not. That, that's the one thing I did say, that, that I forgot to say is that I do want to go. So I've only done the classic mode with Link, I think. Oh, I've beaten it with like 30 people probably. <laughs> my whole focus was just like, let's just get, get these unlocked and then whatever. Yeah. But all I did was Link and the fact have you done like I mean I told you what it is yeah. but you get to the end you fight Ganon like Beast Ganon from Ocarina of Time and I was like that's awesome how is this even happening I mean it's it's a Nintendo game so I get it but like it's just yeah. oh, so good um, so I know you're number four and number three are I'm just interested to see the order I don't remember what they are I know one of them I know what they are but number five for me Ice. is Blossom Tales so I thought a lot highly more of this than you did <laughs> Uh, I still say it is neck and neck. I think it is still my favorite non top down Zelda top down Zelda game that I've ever played. It's right there with either this or Ocarina. Or <laughs> what's what's the second? Uh, Senti Senti Crusader Senti. So one of the problems I had with this game when I was playing through it was getting used to the combat was weird because it was like when you would swing your sword, she would move one way or the other. And I don't think it was, it was until I got, well, I already put it back in there. Um, until I played this game with my 8-bit Doe controller, for some reason that felt right. And somehow I started to get the feel of the combat and how she would move when she swings her sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she spins around, whatever. Um, I, I absolutely love this game. I love the... Puzzle solving, there was still that one thing where you fall down, like you burn a bush or whatever, and you fall down. It's that super long thing where the blocks disappear. I never got past oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I never got past that, but it made me like, and then you got all the, the different puzzles where you play the different notes, and you got to match them up with the, the, the things and everything. Like, yep. this was the best Zelda 3 clone that I think I've ever played. Um and I, I love the boss fights and stuff like that. Even the 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 last guy's like he's got his purple lightning and he's like a giant lion and whatever. Um, I like how the map opens up as well. Like we were saying earlier, I think it's about the same size as Link Link to the Past. But I like how if you go to the map, if you if you haven't gone everywhere yet, it's just covered in like clouds or fog yeah. or whatever they would call. It. I don't know. Um, you got fog fast, of war, dad of war. Spoiler <laughs> alert coming up. Um, but I like the way that opens up. I like how there's very distinct areas like Link to the Past and everything. Um, it's just, it was just so nostalgic. And once I finally got the hang, the, the only thing that was holding me back was that combat. Once I got the hang of that, I was like, I love this game. And I want to go back and play this. I want to go back and play actually all the games on my list from here on out. Um, I think it probably took me well, 10, 12 hours maybe. Does that sound right? Something like that. I don't remember being that long, but maybe. I would have thought like seven or eight. Maybe, but. yeah. Uh, and I didn't 100%. I didn't get all the heart containers. I didn't get all the, the different puzzles solved and all that stuff. But Blossom Tales to me was a great Zelda clone. And to me, it is my number five game of the year. Sean. Number four. All right. Number four. Uh, very, very welcome surprise on my top ten list. The Messenger. 
It is also my number four. So let's just nerd out. Um, so I played this. I think I did this in the correct order because Chasm was a nice, like, kind of appetizer for these three yeah. uh, Metroidvanias. And we then it was like Guacamole. the main course was, was Hollow, Knight. Hollow Knight. And yeah. it was just fantastic. It, by far the the biggest, most involved game. And then it was nice to come back to the messenger afterwards and just be like, this is just much more, it's just much more easy to take. And I think if I had done messenger, hollow Knight, chasm, it would have kind of been similar, but it wouldn't have had the same effect. I yep. think messenger is definitely a better game. Um, but I like that game a lot more than I thought I would. And I knew I would like it because it's Metroidvania and it's like Ninja Gaiden looking, it's retro, whatever, like perfect. Like that checks all the boxes. I love it already. But I liked it a lot more than I thought it would. And there's DLC coming, right? I cannot wait. Three new levels. Yeah. For free. Yeah. So I don't know. And like you've said multiple times, the music is just fantastic. Like one of the best soundtracks I think in a while. I mean, it's just that eight bit or 16 bit, like, midi perfection is just I prefer the eight but yeah yeah I think I do too um but what was always weird to me and I think I mentioned this when we were talking about it I don't know if we ever did an actual review I'm sure we talked about it on a podcast at some point or maybe it was all off air I don't know when I first went from spoiler alert when the change happened you know at this point you know yes (laughs) when the change happened it didn't even really like I didn't notice. I knew it looked different, but I'm like I couldn't put my finger on it. it. And I knew like what it Zelda was one because to Zelda three, yeah, right. But until you start going back and forth between them, I'm like, oh wow, that's what that looked like before, and it just blew my mind. It, it wasn't really in the sprites; it was more in everything else. It was like the backgrounds yeah. mainly, but such a fun game. I mean, it's just. The only thing, and I'm trying to picture, I, I can't, off the top of my head, I don't really remember many boss fights. I mean, I know there were boss fights. I can't think of what any of them were. There was the, the leaf guy. To me, it's guy. like the boss fights weren't, oh. There was the, the, the purple cloak guy. I remember him. Skelet- I don't remember much about the guy. fight. I remember enjoying the boss fights, but for whatever reason. This guy where you got to jump up and then. Yeah. The one where you're like cannonballing across, like that fight, I remember. Oh, the it was like a butterfly thing. That thing was oh. a lot of fun. It was, it was sucked. Oh, yeah. It's just, now that I think about it, yeah, they, the, the boss fights were perfect. The music was perfect. The gameplay was perfect. It was just uh, such a fun game. Uh, what do you think? Uh, putting it number four for me was a struggle. We'll talk about that when we get to number three. Um, yeah, it has the best soundtracks in Shovel Knight, and it's not even close to me. Like, I think it's I, I think it's the jungle. Uh, there's no point because I can't do it. It's like been <laughs> stuck in my head ever since I played that game. Um, and it was so frustrating to me. Like, remember this is this came out when we were in uh, Geneseo when we went up to Geneseo and then Syracuse. Okay, and on the way up there, I was like. The game's out today. Why can't I download this thing? Come to find out on Switch, it's not like you can play games at midnight. You have to wait until uh, 12 Eastern, I think it was. Uh, so I was sitting in the airport waiting to fly up there. I'm like, and airport Wi-Fi is yes. horrible. But it was like, when I finally got it, I played up there. I was like, this is great. This is the best Ninja Gaiden game ever made. 
It's better oh, than one. It's better than far, three. Yeah. Like it's not even close. Um, the reason I think I put it at computer made a weird noise. We're over two hours. Um, I think it went to four instead of three for me because there's some when the switch happens again. That's go. better. Um, it gets very obtuse. Now I had done the whole thing where you can farm the crystal thing to whatever. So once I figured out, I could just buy hints like, okay, go here, then go here, then go here. Like, cool. But it's like, I think that's what held it back is that it, it, it just gets obtuse and it's like the, the pacing just like completely goes from like, yes, yes, this is all, this is awesome. This is awesome to home. And it just kind of slows down. I think that's what held it back for me. Um, again, though, I love this game. I want to replay this game. I do think I'm more likely to just play through the first three or four hours through the 8-bit section. Yeah. Well, okay. Sorry. I think I'm more likely to just play through that section yeah. before the Switch and just be like, that was the game, and it was perfect. It was awesome. Um, once I finally figured out how to... You, <laughs> Unlock this stuff to tell you where to go in like the second, the second, the other, I would say 67% of the game, probably, right? Or 70%. Probably, yeah. yeah. Um, Once you figure that out, if you can buy the hints for 30, 300 uh, crystal shards, whatever they are. Yeah, time shards, that's what they're. Um, But like the game was so difficult and there were times where I was like, if I'm like, I, I played a lot of this game on the way to Geneseo, in Geneseo, on the way back from Geneseo, and then going up to Boston when I was shipping up to Boston. Yes. Um, to where playing this, I don't know if you play this handheld a lot or if you just played it mostly on the TV. I played mostly on the TV. This is one of those where I'm like, they, they should have designed the, the Joy-Con better. Like they, jo- they, they designed the Joy-Con to work for taking the Joy-Cons off. They did not design them to work for playing on the Switch. Yeah. But it's also how I feel like when I play the 3DS for a long time that it's like, this is starting to hurt my hands. Your and hands I'm just, just like, kind of cramp claw. up. Yeah. yeah. And that's how, I f- especially with some of these platforming sections that are just ridiculous, like, uh, but but they're ridiculous, but fair. And when you beat them, I'm just, yeah, I did it. Like some of those where you're going over just like, there's just things you got a grappling hook, grappling hook, and there's nothing below you grab, grab, grapple. And then there's like a, like a floating ghost lady thing and you got to slash her and then do a double jump and then grapple and whatever. So rewarding when you finally get through it. I love this game. I wanted it to be my number three, but at the end of the day I had to put it number four, the messenger again, seriously, like go to YouTube and just search the messenger OST. And just, if you like old school games, you will be in heaven just listening to that. Yeah. My number four, number three, Sean, uh, so number three is Hollow Knight. Uh, I think what really stood out to me about this game is usually I look at Metroidvanias, whether it's Chasm or The Messenger or what was the one? Shadow Complex. Oh, yeah. And honestly to some well to a lesser extent but somewhat still symphony of the night i usually look at them as just kind of mindless like i'll just pick it up and play it and i'll 
there's no doubt in my mind that I'm going to beat this game. I, I know how these games work and I just, I go through because it's fun and I know there's going to be fun boss fights and whatever. And you get upgrades, which is fun because then you can do more and whatever. Hollow Knight, I felt like really was more challenging than probably any mm-hmm. Metroidvania game maybe I've ever played. Yeah. Like all the other ones, even going back to like Super Metroid now that I've evolved, yeah, I've evolved, I've grown up. Like when I first played Super Metroid, I'm like, this game is like, this game's impossible. Like how could yeah. anybody beat? And now looking back, I'm like, it's really actually pretty easy. And same thing with like Metroid Fusion, Fusion and yeah. Zero Mission. And I usually look at Metroidvanias as not really very challenging, but not in a bad way. Just they're fun. It's just mindless entertainment. I just pick it up and play and, and I'll play it until I beat it and whatever. And, yeah. yeah. Like I know exactly what yep. to expect and it's fun. And while Hollow Knight kind of followed that same script, it was a huge world. And what I didn't like at first, I can kind of see the uh, the positive side of it where they don't give you that map where you know, yeah. oh, I'm on this square of the map. Right. You just see it's almost like a hand-drawn version of the map. And you're like, well, you're here. And you can kind of make out where you are compared to the whole map. But it's not like every screen is like a square if you don't have your map. little bunny symbol on the map you don't know exactly exactly yeah but it was just so much fun the story was fun um the art style was fantastic it was very chant like very very this is i mean it's bloodborne it's 2d metroidvania bloodborne and honestly bloodborne itself is almost kind of metroidvania you lay like, there's backtracking whatever but yep. like it was the 2d true metroidvania equivalent of bloodborne which i think is why i loved it so much but i had way more fun like that's another one that when i first played i'm like i don't know if i get this it was yeah and i think a big part of it was trying to play it handheld and once i played on the big screen i could just see everything so much but it was just way 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 better but in the beginning it doesn't really i mean the game definitely it's much much harder as you get further and further into it but it's not like it starts out easy either. Like they kind of challenge you from the beginning and they don't just, here's the map. Yes. Like you need to just explore and kind of figure it out on your own. And I didn't like it at first, but I came to really like how, just how the game was presented, I guess. Um, and I did beat it. I didn't hundred percent it, but I did a lot. Or 106%. Yeah. Whatever yeah. it is. Um, and I started doing the DLC, and I got to some boss, the the troop, something troop, whatever. And I think I'm at the end of that, and I just can't beat the boss. Um, and I haven't played it in a while, but I may go back and try it sometime. But so much fun. Uh, Hollow Knight, easy, number three. My number three is also a Metroidvania. And it's Chasm. Wow. So I I absolutely love this game to the fact that I loved it more than The Messenger, which if The Messenger, it's it's almost like how we said like Resident Evil 7, like if that first hour, if it would have been like that, or even the first like two thirds, if that would have continued through the end of the game, that would have been our game of the year, like maybe even above Zelda and Horizon. Like Resident Evil 7 was that good for the first half to whatever. But in the end, Zelda was Belder. It was Belder. <laughs> but, like, the messenger, 
I had so much fun up until the up until the the switch. I got worse. I'm done. Okay. okay. Why'd you push <laughs> I was my even microphone? No, it's by oh. snap, but it was even worse than yours. <laughs> Swamp. Um, but it just got so obtuse after, like in 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 Chasm, there was no switch. It was just like you you you're. It is a straight Metroidvania with no twists, other than that it's procedurally generated. So what I played was probably different than when you played. Um, we I I, I don't remember now, but it, when we were both playing it, we were kind of comparing the areas. They were think, almost identical. Like yeah. When I the little bit I played on hard mode, I'm like, this looks. Not granted, I didn't get that far. Yeah, I never left the. I don't think the initial, the, the, yeah, the mines the or whatever. whatever yeah. I don't think I ever made it out of there, but it seemed almost identical. Yeah. So. So I think that I don't remember if I played this before or after I finally beat Symphony of the Night, but this was like, this felt like a new version of Symphony of the Night to me, where it's just like, it's a straightforward Metroidvania. Now, it, it didn't have the castle and all that stuff, but it was just like, this game to me, I don't know what it was. It was like, I loved the, I, the it was it was just the, the story. I didn't care about the story. Like, I didn't care about the story about the the, the messenger. The messenger. Oh, the other thing I didn't say, the messenger, best writing other than God of War this year. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. Funniest game I've played. I don't, I, I don't know if I've ever played a funnier game than that. One thing I can say that's, that, is very good for me anyway about chasm it is the metroidvania equivalent and i i don't mean it in a bad way but it's almost like like baby's first metroidvania it's just yes. metroidvania no, that, I, I that when you were saying that for some reason i was when you were talking about it number nine or whatever it was that's what I thought it was like. Maybe that's why I like it. Like this, like is I kind of think of it as like the whole genre. Yeah, I kind of think of it as like Super Nintendo Mario RPG as like baby's first RPG. Like it's yeah. just an RPG, but very straightforward. Just easy to pick up and learn and play, and, and that's kind of how this was. There's yep. nothing. There's no twist. There's no weird things going on. It's just here's your weapon. Learn, you know, get your double jump, get your high jump, get your grab onto the wall, get your all these new abilities that let you explore further and further. But there's nothing weird about it. And yeah, yeah. The only thing I didn't like about this game was the double jump when you're having to go. Before I realized that I could do the double jump and go jump off the wall and go back, going up the the spike walls to try to get like I see this dot on the map. I'm like, I've yeah. got to get that. And I still don't 100% it because I missed a box somewhere that I didn't break. And that haunts me to this day because <laughs> you've got 15 trophies and I've got 14s because you broke all the box blocks boxes and I didn't. Yeah. Um, I thought the pacing was great. I thought the, the save rooms were spaced out at the right amount, whereas in the messenger, it felt like they were like a little too far apart for some reason. Yeah. Um, the graphics were beautiful. The bosses were fun. It just never felt like a chore. And again, like the pacing was just so... Perfect. And the other thing, so you didn't get to experience this because you don't have a Vita, but the crossplay for this was perfect. Like I, I would play it at home on my PS4 when I was really like into it in July or whatever it was, right before Messenger came out. I think it was, so it was probably June or July. And I'd play it on PS4 and I'd go, okay, I'm done. Save. Okay, upload my save. I'd go to work next day, work, take a lunch break, go out to my truck, download the save, boom, keep going. It was like, it, it played so well on the Vita too. It was like, it was perfect for that. Um, it's like it's almost like this is not like a Horizon Zelda kind of a thing, but it's almost like I was trying to find reasons that I liked the Messenger more than Chasm because I felt like I should. And at the end of the day, I was like, but it's just there were more things about 
the messenger, even though I love, I, I love that game. It's like an 8.8. There were things about that that frustrated me more than chasm did. And that's why I put chasm at number three. Yeah. Number two. Can't guess. Can't guess what this is. All right. So number two, I'll make Minecraft. it short and sweet. Uh, God of war. Yep. Um, I'll let you do most of the talking when you get to yours, but I mean, the game's fantastic. It's, I mean, it's my number two game of the year. And before Spider-Man, it was an easy number one. Oops. I just spoiled it. Um, Oh my God. I would have never known. (laughs) I thought it was red dead. The game is beautiful. The story is beautiful. It made me care about Norse mythology, which I never thought I would. Um, my biggest thing with it is, as I said earlier, like the whole replay factor. I don't know that I'll ever go back and play this game again. And I don't know why. I think it's just too like daunting or something, but I just can't see myself playing it again. And as I'm trying to think of why, why, what puts Spider-Man over this? And one of the things, even though maybe it's kind of stupid to rank games this way but in my mind what i didn't like about it is i don't remember what all the difficulty levels were but i played on what i thought would be a pretty average difficulty like normal the equivalent of normal whatever they would call it and i kept getting my butt kicked many times to the point where i'm like i almost feel like i need to go down to like easy mode in order to beat it and once i did i enjoyed it a lot more but in the back of my mind i'm like this is, I feel like I'm cheating somehow. Like it was almost too easy. There's something just off about it to where I could just, I don't know. It almost seemed like there's a big gap and all I did was go down like one. I went from, I couldn't get past this one battle to I could beat the battle and barely get hit kind of thing. And I think there were a couple times where I would be like, all right, I'm, I'm doing all right now. Let me go ahead and kick the difficulty back up and then I'd get my butt kicked again and I'd lower it back down to the point where I just, I think I ended up leaving it down after that. But yeah. And I don't want to knock a game for being too hard. I don't think it's that it was too hard. Well, see, (laughs) this is what I mean when it comes to the whole enemy leveling thing in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah. Is that like, you feel accomplishment when you beat those enemies in God of War. Whereas in Assassin's Creed, it's now like, they're level two and you're level two and you're, you might not be as skilled as they are, but you have a chance. But then it's like, once you level up, they level up too. like, no, like the whole point of leveling up is like that, that defeats the purpose of leveling up. That's why it was so good in God of War. That's like you, you level up and then you can do better against the trolls and the different, I don't even remember what they were called, whatever the different enemies are and stuff. But it's like, that's why I don't like the the whole enemy enemy. <laughs> Enemy leveling thing that Assassin's yeah. Creed Odyssey has. I think that's dumb and I don't like it. And I have literally heard no one that thinks that that's a good idea. Like you should, the whole point of leveling up is to level up. So you are better than your enemies. Not so yeah. you level up and then they do too. It's like, well, yeah, that makes then no just sense. there's don't level up. Right. Keep everybody yeah. level one and just find weapons. So sorry. Continue. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like I said, I'll let you do most of the talking when you get to it. But I mean, I don't know why you think that's my number one game. <laughs> um, I mean, the game is beautiful. The story is fantastic. Um, the boss fights are God of War worthy. I mean, everything is just great about the game. I really don't 
have much negative to say other than I just don't know that I'll ever go back and play it again. And it's kind of, the, it's almost how I feel about Metal Gear Solid Five. I remember I loved that game. Yeah. I don't know that I'll ever go back and play it again. I just don't really feel the need to. And regardless of why that is, and I can't put my finger on it for Metal Gear Solid or for God of War or for a number of games, to be honest, Breath of the Wild included. <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's scope. just that it's just, yeah. Yeah. And I don't like that about it, Raymond. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, to me, that's the biggest knock on the game for me. And that's why it's my number two. The one thing I will say, so Shinobi uh, on Twitter has been replaying it and he's been putting up all these screenshots. I'm like, oh my God. My response looking at this is like, I have got to play this. I I should just stop playing Assassin's Creed and play through God of War again. Yeah. Not that it's going to be on my list. You never know, but let's talk about number two game, and then I will hand it off to you. My number two game is Spider-Man PS4. Um, it's just like any other year. <laughs> Let me think. What? <laughs> any other year, this would have been my game of the year. Like, I would rather play this game front to back with doing all the platinum BS 10 times than than play Red Dead once. Like, yes. this game is so much fun. Like, I didn't play Spider-Man on PS2, so I don't know, or I think it was Spider-Man 2 is the big one that they compare it to, but, like, I don't know how web-slinging is supposed to feel, but, like, it can't feel any better than it did in this game. There's yes. there's there's no way. Like, it's it's awkward at first. Like, I remember the first time I was doing it and watching the boys play it for the first time, they were like, Bleh. it was like Miles in Spider-Verse. Like, <laughs> like huh, I'm still holding on to it. I don't know to double tap or whatever it was in Spider-Verse. Like, um, I love it. I love the story of an older Spider-Man that we, never mind, an older Spider-Man that we have never seen in the movies. It's always been like, let's do Uncle Ben again and let's do the goblins back and blah, blah, blah. But this is like, it's kind of like, it's not really, but it's kind of like Batman in like Dark Knight Rises, except Spider-Man has not been like in exile. You know what I mean? Like he's he's seasoned. He's been doing this for eight years, I think, in Spider-Man. It's awesome. I love it. And Yuri Lowenthal, God, he was so good and he got freaking robbed. Like the fact that I wanted Yuri Lowenthal to win for best performance over Chris Judge for Kratos tells you something. Like, he became the Spider-Man. Like yeah. he was so good. Now it was still confusing. The cop should have had a different name so that her name also wasn't Yuri. I don't know if that's from the comics or whatever, but that was just it kept like confusing me. Um But I did not like any of the MJ sections. I didn't like any of the Peter sections. Like I don't want to play stealth. It's MJ. Now, I'm not even factoring in any of the annoying stuff from the, the Platinum that I got. Like, that stuff all sucked. I, I can't take anything against the game for that, though, because that was just me trying to get the 100% get the Platinum Trophy, so I'm going to do 100,000 gang, like, side quests, whatever it is. The difference to me with this game and my number one game is my number one game. There was literally nothing in the main game that I didn't like. Like I loved it all. I loved every second of it. I'm super connected to that character. We'll get to that in a minute, but it's just for this. It was like, 
it was really the the stealth sections that don't that's not spider-man to me that's that's batman that's not spider-man spider-man is all the other action sequences in that game like that's spider-man he's flipping he's doing this all the stuff that batman should have never done in the other arkham games and i've said that on the podcast before like combat in this while arkham did it first spider-man i think perfected it because it makes way more sense for spider-man it just it just does yeah but all the predator and stealth stuff of all the arkham games it makes more sense for Batman. I didn't like that in this. I love the, the the puzzle solving. I loved all the stuff in Otto's lab where the it, it reminded me of Watch Dogs, and I like the stuff where you got to turn this here, and then you got to get the voltage right and all this stuff. I loved all those puzzles and stuff like that. I love that stuff. And the second... Uh, it's not really the second act. I guess it's really the third act of this game is just balls-to-the-wall freaking awesome and the final boss fight is so and and then the ending of this game oh my god like the last hour of this game is it easily a 10 out of 10 easily so well done the acting the 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 choreography everything so well done um but the difference between number two and number one for me is there are, like I said, parts of this game I didn't like. There's no parts of the main game of my number one that I didn't like. So that's why Spider-Man's my number two. It's like a 9.5, I would say, honestly. Yeah. Like, it is, it's right up there, but my number one is a 10 out of 10. So, Sean, tell me about your number one. So, number no one. idea what it could be. Uh, Spider-Man. Shocking. Um, so, I'm curious. Do you not like playing as MJ? Like, I know, uh, I think the next game, Spider-Man 2, whatever, will be different, but... It'll be two people, but it'll be two Did you not even like playing as Miles in this game? The Miles section I loved, but I think it was more about the story around him that was happening. Okay. MJ, like, okay, she's in she's in the museum. It's like, okay, swing over here. Then, and then you switch to Spider-Man. It's like, okay, this is what I... I don't take me out of being Spider-Man. Like... So it like the Spider Man, Spider Man. However, I, I assume this will be a trilogy, maybe more. Who knows? It will always be compared and linked to the Arkham quadrilogy because there are four games. Don't forget about Origins. My favorite game out of all of those is still uh, City. Um, City, you do play as Bruce Wayne in a very slow walking section. However, it's the first thing. I'm not spoiler alert. It's the first thing in the game for about 15 minutes, and then you're Batman the rest of the way. Yeah. When you're playing a Batman game or a Spider-Man game, don't take me out of being Spider-Man or Batman. I get it when you're when you're going to the lab to do the puzzles and stuff like that, and the the story building stuff. But other than that, it was like, no, let me be Peter slash Spidey. I don't want to be MJ. I just I just don't. I didn't like it at all. Yeah. Um, so to me, the big thing, I mean, the gameplay is just perfect. Um, and even though, uh, I think God of War is probably a longer game. I don't know. I really don't know. They're probably, I mean, they're at least if similar in scope. It, they're, they're pretty similar. Yeah. I had no qualms about starting this game over and I have started it over. And then I went and ended up doing the, the DLC yeah. I hundred percent of those. And now I'm starting to think, you know, maybe on this next, the, the second playthrough. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I will get the platinum. I don't know. I might. Um, but I'm just, I'm having so much fun playing through it again. Just 
as much as I did the first time. And I mean, the story is great. The voice acting is great. It's so much fun just swinging around New York City. And like you said, like, I guess I don't know how web slinging should feel, but this feels right. Like, it's just done so perfectly. I just, it's so much fun just seeing the city and just flying around, even if I'm not doing anything. Um, And just going to the top of like Avengers Tower and just, just jumping it. off and L3 yeah. and just dive down and then, you know, thwip and release and thwip and release. It's just so much fun. Double t- double um, And yeah, like you said, the lot, like what I guess I would call like act three. I mean, the whole, the game is like a comic book come to life, but then act three is almost like a comic book movie come to life. Yeah. Like, I don't think you would tell. I mean, you could tell that whole story in a movie, but games never translate to movies very well, at least on a one-to-one. Right. The story's there, but they never play out that way. But the last like third of that movie, I mean, of the game, it's just very cinematic. And, I mean, the, the final boss, obviously. But it's just done so well. Um I love that they introduce Miles and you can see kind of where it's going. Um, I, at least I was very shocked by the final boss. Um, I wasn't sure if that was going to happen in this game. I was thinking, oh, this is, they're just, they're already building towards that next one. Cool. See, this is going to be great. And then they just did it. I'm like, oh God, like uh. there, there's been some people, Greg Miller, that have said this was like a paint by the numbers Spider-Man story. And maybe it's just because I don't read the comics. You don't read the comics. And no. I didn't think that I thought the story was fantastic. I, I thought they, they, I, I was the same way. I didn't know it was going to go that way. I thought maybe, I mean, you could kind of tell towards over halfway through the game. You're like, oh, you're the actual bad guy. Not yeah. Mr. Negative, whatever. Um, but I, I think I thought the story was fantastic. Yeah. Again, maybe it's because I don't read the comics. I don't know, but I thought the story was amazing. Yeah, I mean, I can see what he's saying. Like, it's just a very Spider-Man's a good guy. You know, it's all the classic bad guys from Spider-Man. Good guy needs to stop the bad guys. Right. Like in that sense, yeah, it's very, it's exactly what you would expect. But it's just, it's done so well. And honestly, when it comes down to it the reason it's my number one game is it's just so much fun. I just have so much fun playing this game. Now it was obviously helped by the fact that we had Avengers this year and Spider-Man was a small part of it. Well, wait, was homecoming this year? I mean, 2018 was that 2017 July 17. So you had Avengers in 2018 fantastic movie. Spidey's a small part of it, but he gives, the whole like Mr. Stark I don't feel so good like probably the most memorable line from it and then you have I mean then Spider-Man came out but then you had Spider-Verse which yeah which definitely helped reinvigorate like that's what that was the uh, whatever that yeah yeah, that got me to start Spider-Man back over again so I mean it was helped out by that but even without even before that movie I think it was still my number one but it's just so much fun I just have such a good time playing it and I don't know. It, it's, I won't say it's a far and away number one. Like it's a 10 out of 10 and God of war was like a seven. Like, I mean, to me, Spider-Man's a 10 and God of war's a 9.5. Like they're right. Very close. Um, but without a doubt, Spider-Man number one, I, I think the reason like 
when you say it's easier to think about going back and playing Spider-Man and you're playing Spider-Man again than it is God of War. I think God of War, just the, the actual story of God of War is more heavy. While, while the, the story is very simple, let's get these ashes from point A to point B, it's much heavier and dramatic than Spider-Man is, which would be my guess yeah. as to why it feels easier for you to play it again. But obviously my game of the year, my number one is God of War. Uh, it's my third favorite game of all time. Um, I haven't wavered in that. There's, like I said, there's no parts that I don't like. The, the combat is amazing. It's one of the best stories. Like I was just saying, it's a very simple story, but it's a very awesome story. Like <laughs> ever told in, in a video game. And it's like you add in. So Kratos, I've, I've defended him longer than we've had this podcast. I think he's a great character. I think he has not had great stories around him, but I think Kratos is a great character. He's not just merch and sorry. I mean, Aries and Calliope and like all that. Like he's sorry. Uh, he's more than that, but it's like, it wasn't even like Corey bar. I was listening to an interview. Corey Barlog did the other day. It was from months ago when the game first came out. And he's like, People think Kratos' story was all about revenge, and it was. It's about getting vengeance and everything, but it's not what... He wasn't going forward because he wanted vengeance. He was going forward because he wanted the memories to just disappear. He didn't want to remember what he did to his wife and his child. He wanted them to just disappear, and it's like Athena would say, well, if you do this, actually, you're going to live with those forever. And he's like, well, I'm going to kill myself. No, you won't. And it's like, oh, my God, I hate you all. Just, like, make it stop. Like, get this out of my head. Um, And that's why I thought he he was a really interesting character i've always thought that he yells a lot okay that's the only complaint you have against him whatever um but then you introduce atreus in this and like the father-son dynamic i'm a father with three kids like four three (laughs) three sons i meant to say three sons three sons and it's like you you like you think of like playing this game i was like it, it really did make me get introspective like i don't want to pass on the bat like kratos doesn't want to pass on to Atreus everything in his past all the bad stuff of murdering gods and just like all the murder and mayhem and sex and all this other stuff like he doesn't want to pass that on like just the good ones just the good ones just the good ones like he wants to pass that on he doesn't want to pass on the bad stuff and it has made other than the when I was playing through this game I will say there's many times where I said to Casey or the others I was like don't be sorry be better like I literally said that and I was like, oh my God, what is wrong with me? It's a video <laughs> game. But it's like, but it's true. Like, and boy, I, I called them boy for a lot of the year because of, <laughs> because of Kratos. But like, it's just, it, it just adds so much to it, like a whole nother layer to Kratos that we didn't even think was there. And I went into the game, like wanting to know, okay, Corey, I want you to tell me exactly how Kratos jumped off the, spoiler alert, jumped off the ledge in God of War 3, leaving this blood trail behind and somehow ended up in Scandinavia. And I think he's kind of hinted at it in interviews and stuff, but you don't find it out in the game. And I'm like, but that's okay. Like, we know it's Kratos. Like, he's got the giant scar from when Zeus ran him through, and we know it's him, and, and he's... he. Never mind. Um, it's like eight months, and I still don't want to spoil that moment, which is... Okay. Mamir's awesome. Like, I didn't want to get out of the boat whenever he's talking. I was like, I'm going to sit here right next to the dock and I'm not going to push triangle to get out and, and dock. Cause I want to hear the rest of his story. Like the, right. the dialogue in this game is best written game of the year. Just above messenger. 
Um, the world just feels alive. Like the, the, the diff, the different environments are so different. Like the, the colors, well, like when you get like the, the turtle rock tree thing and how red the leaves are and stuff. And then you go up to the mountaintop where the, the, the snow is just beautiful. And I'm like, how did they make this in a video game? Um, it's not open world. It kind of feels like it is, but it's still directed. It's like, like a semi open world, I guess you would yeah. say. I don't know. The the no cut camera, I don't know how they did that to this day. Like there's no cut until you get to the post credit scene, which I won't spoil because it's freaking awesome. Um It has the best I mean it's not a moment because it's more a sequence. It lasts for like 10, 15 minutes. But is the I think it's my favorite sequence in any game in the history of video games. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. And when I've played through six of these games before this and to get to that where he says basically, I don't remember what the exact quote is, but I, I'm i not even going to say it because I don't want to give any hints if you haven't played it. But like when you realize what's happening, yeah. like every hair on my body stood up and he gets in that thing. He, he gets in the boat and he's going up. You don't have to paddle. You just sit there and let it happen. And then there's somebody sitting in the boat with you and then they disappear. And I'm like, Oh my God. And then you get, you fight some guys, you get back to the house and you go back out and he says, I'm not your monster anymore. Oh my God. Like this game is a masterclass in video games. Like I was so, I was in tears, literally in tears at the game awards when this beat stupid red dead. Like, because I just didn't think it would. I thought it was just everybody like red dead just came out, just came out. Everybody's singing the praises, technical masterpiece, sound design, blah, 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 blah. God of War is a better game. I haven't even played Red Dead, and I know God of War is a better game. And you would agree with me, and I think yes. Spider-Man is a better game too. Um, like there were so many instances in this game that just gave me chills, and it's like that's this game to me sums up everything. That uh, to me, this is the game of the generation more than Breath of the Wild. Um, this is the game of the generation. Like from everything from like redefining a character that everybody thought was one note, Clippy merch, like. And taking that and adding like the softness and then you get to the end, which I don't want to spoil. And there's just like, there's a time when he just goes, doesn't hesitate. And he just puts his hand on him. And it's just like, oh, and I don't even know where they're going to go with the sequel. I, I can't wait to see on PS5. Obviously at this point, it's going to be on PS5. But like he said, he had an idea for five games, five more. Five total. Oh. So four more after like, Holy crap. So I don't know if that's three in Norse and then they go to Egypt like some of the rumors were and stuff like that. I don't know what that means, but um, God of War is just a masterpiece to me. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Um, I only think Metal Gear Solid 3 and A Link to the Past are better than it. We go back and check out episode 114, I think, um, for our top 10 games of all time. Uh, I just feel like this game has just stuck with me um, and I feel like it'll keep doing that i i feel bad for god of war 2 god of war whatever they colon whatever they end up calling it like the god, the god of, of war, war on the PlayStation. playstation top 10 i will say you had i mean you're you're jogging my memory and it does make me want to go back and play it again it's only about 20 hours i think if you just play through the main the main story i think it's about 20 hours yeah maybe someday Someday. Uh, this has been a long podcast, so we're going to end it here. We're going <laughs> to skip the everybody's favorite segment. It will come back next week, but... Um, Have I, no fear. I really got to pee. We've been going for two and a half hours. Um, so that was our top 10 games of 2018. Thank you guys so much for being here for episode 119. 
you can find us on nerd901.com. Also check out Ernie at youtube.com slash blurred without fear. He's up over 16,000, I think, probably by the time this goes on. Oh, he's got a new trick. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at KevinWhite24 here. He's at Real Sean White. Together we're at two player underscore co-op. Uh, YouTube.com slash two player co-op. Like I said at the beginning, make sure you like, subscribe, share with all your friends and family. We are back on audio services around the world. iTunes, SoundCloud, Google, Stitcher, and other services. I got to get the hang of this again. (laughs) I already said around the world. I'll get the hang of it again. And we have a Facebook page that we never update, facebook.com slash two-player co-op gaming. Um, Like, subscribe, share, review, everything around all the things. Um, Thank you guys so much for being here. This was a really fun episode. It was really long, but it was a really fun episode. Yes. And until the next time, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing. That was that was pretty dang good. It looked good. It's been a while. It's been a while. I don't. I can't say it. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>